0: Well, it's November again, and every November for the past few years, we've had a pretty special occasion, Uh, special depending on if you like it or not, um, which is a brand new Pokemon game. Um, And of course, me being in my mid to late 20s, uh, because the number isn't really necessarily important, (laughs) Um, meaning I am a boomer, uh, so I do like boomer games, and uh, Pokemon is one of those games as well. So... (laughs) um so we have a new pokemon game coming out uh and tonight we're going to be discussing pretty much um my experiences with it and uh, i do have a special guest with me that will go over her, uh, her own experiences with the franchise as well and um kind of just sum up uh how we feel about it how everything around the franchise feel it kind of goes for us um um because you know I'm, uh, again, I'm a boomer at this point, (laughs) you know, almost a 30-year-old boomer, and I like to talk about old things, uh, because that's always fun to me, Uh, and this is a podcast as well, so, uh, you know, we're going to podcast the best like no one ever was. Um, My name's Chris, and uh, (laughs) this is just another Nick Beards podcast. All right, welcome again everybody to another episode, and uh, again, if you didn't listen to that intro, I don't know why you wouldn't, Uh, we're talking about Pokemon, um, because Pokemon Sword and Shield is literally just around the corner, it comes out in uh, November 15th, so just a few days, Uh, so get your weekend weekend wallet ready, because uh, you're going to deplete it, (laughs) Um, because you're probably going to buy both versions, no I'm kidding, I'm kidding, Anyway, (laughs) yeah, Pokemon's exciting. Um, So before we get really into it, I want to introduce everybody to my special guest, uh, my friend Jamie.
1: Hi! How's it going?
0: (laughs) Sporting a Sailor Moon t-shirt, complete 90s. 90s Um, love, I miss it. '90s, You miss the 90s.
1: I do, I do.
0: So 90s kid. Yep. All right. Anyway, (laughs) speaking of 90s stuff, um, so Pokemon is... You know, it's actually kind of late 90s in the reality because uh, Pokemon came out more or less around uh, 96 in Japan and then 97 uh, was when it came to America, or maybe 98. Um, not really exact on the date, I probably should have pre- researched that a little bit better, but we were young when it came um, out,
1: so that's a good yeah. indicator of when it came out,
0: right? Yeah, <laughs> I was young, I was a baby, no, um, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it. Late 90s stuff, but <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, um, just to kind of preface it on how I was really introduced in the series, because it was everywhere. Pokemon was literally everywhere in the 90s. You couldn't avoid it. Um, it was a worldwide phenomenon when it came out. And uh, oh, I thought you were going to say something. No. <laughs> <You> pointed <laughs> no. at me, so I switched I cameras. Moved, I moved the mic. Oh, Hello. I, I, I thought you were going to say something, so I switched cameras. Anyway. Yeah. Um, So, you know, I I grew up uh, pretty much it it was it was so big around schools and everything like that. We had a lot of issues because of it, because it changed everything as far as how things could be marketed towards kids, how how things could be perceived by children at that point. And it it changed the way parents viewed uh, media in and of itself, Um, just because of how large it was in terms of sales and widespread notoriety. Um, but anyway, so I, I I grew up uh you know when i was when I first received the game, uh it had already been uh, out for a little while, so we'd seen it on playgrounds. there was kids talking about it, and most importantly, there was a show that went along with the game um and that really kind of helped enforce um people to get the game as well because you see a cartoon, which turns out it was an anime um you know, but we don't know that when we were kids. Um, <laughs> But, it, you know, we it changed the way, you know, or, you know, we all watched the show, and then we all wanted to play the game because we liked the monsters we saw in there, and it, it came about like that. Why don't you tell me how you kind of uh, came into the series itself?
1: Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of like when you wake up, you kind of like watch um morning cartoons and you just kind of pokemon was on and you know i remember even to this day you know we could all sit down and watch pokemon and you know pikachu would be like you know pikachu or bulbasaur and my parents to this pikachu day, would say his
0: name and yeah, so would bulbasaur yeah my
1: parents my my i would sit there on you know on the floor just kind of watch watch the series and my parents no joke were like how do you know what they're saying so and it was just like you just you just do you just get it you know so <laughs> you know i definitely watched the series you know as a kid and then you know they released um pokemon cards and it was like a big phenomenon like all the neighborhood kids had him like we would be in the streets and being like oh my gosh look at me and my holographic card and it was it was big. It was a big deal back then, you know. Still yeah. is, but I just remember it being crazy good. Yeah, know? I
0: mean, it, it's Pokemon's just as insane now as it was back then. Might, maybe even a little bit more because all the people that, like I said earlier, all, all the people that grew up with it, more or less, still like the game. Um, you know, because you know, it's more. It's something that stayed with us our whole lives, and it's something that we just. You know, we keep getting reintroduced to because they add in more Pokemon. They add in things that we like to see. Um, and most importantly, they know how to nostalgia bait us with, oh, yeah. uh, with some of the newer versions of the game where they remake them and things like that, because people like to see the same thing over and over again. We like to repeat ourselves. Yeah. Much like I repeat myself all the time on the microphone. I just like this. I like the sound of my own voice. I know uh, I
1: say um a lot and um
0: yeah um, I do that yeah <laughs> I, that's normal everybody does that it, it it's something that you have to really work hard to get rid of um and yeah, I just did it <laughs> 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 uh, but but yeah so uh Pokemon became what we kind of see now is uh, you know a, a a real trifecta of media content we had Games, movies. We had cards. We had the TV show. We had toys. I mean, it just it was it had everything going for it in the like most perfect way possible that could even uh, cause such a such a big breakthrough for just something as small. It, it was something as no name as Game Freak was at the time. Game Freak was a studio that. Uh, Originally wasn't even going to be able to do anything. Like they were, they were nobody, and uh, Pokemon uh, was what really brought them into the limelight. And then you know, Nintendo took major stock of them. So, Um, contrary to popular belief, the Pokemon isn't actually owned by Nintendo. They just own a majority of it. Really? Yes, because the Pokemon company is its own thing. It might actually be uh, owned fully by Nintendo now, but previously, prior prior to uh, um, I I would say a few years ago, uh, probably around generation four for the Pokemon series, it, it was uh, still its own, like Game Freak was still its own thing. It wasn't even, I mean, I don't know if Game Freak is still even the company name that manufactures it. It might just be the Pokemon company. I have um, to double
1: check because I definitely yeah. remember like when you turn on your... Game Boy, like your old school Game Boy, the Game Freak logo would pop up, and I think it was maybe I'd have to jog my memory, but it wasn't even like a surfboard type of logo or. It was so, something. something. It was similar. like a swirl. Yeah, it yeah, was a yeah. So I, it'd be sad if they, you know, dipped out and out, but it'd no, be no,
0: cool. no. I see. The thing is, Nintendo owns too much majority of them. They wouldn't be able to. Yeah. Um, and that's why. That's why people more or less say Pokemon's owned by Nintendo. And when it's really just, if you actually look into the history of the company, it's more or less, they just own a majority of that. Um, But, but enough time has passed that they might actually just own the rights to it and they might've just bought the name. Uh, So I, I could be entirely wrong. Uh, Again, didn't really research into that because it's not important. Uh, I mean, as far as the history of how it started, that's, I know that because I remember researching that before, as far as where it's at now, um, I'm not that worried about it because it's they're still going to make games. Yeah. So <laughs> um but again, Pokémon was around the schoolyards, around everything uh, when we were growing up.
1: It's also a theme park. Now I'm just thinking about it.
0: You know what? It's uh, actually
1: a theme park. Where at? You know.
0: So tell any, me tell me about it. Well,
1: I I don't really know where, but if I had to guess, I'm sure Universal Studios would probably be behind it, but I definitely maybe it's in Japan. I want to think it's in Japan. I know
0: there's a few, uh, like theme parks in Japan that are, uh, you know, video game based. Yeah. Maybe that's. Like there was the Resident Evil experience in Japan that was like a, it was like a zombie survival attraction. It wasn't even just, it was just an attraction. It wasn't like a theme park. Um, but then they have, um, I know Nintendo is making, like, their own little, like, uh, Nintendo, like, Universal Studio Like, they're collabing with Universal Studios to make, like, Nintendo World, where it's, yeah. like, a Nintendo theme park. Um, but there's, like, the only, th- if you look at it, there's, uh, it's mostly just Mario and Donkey Kong. I don't think they've shown any other, like, franchises being represented in that. And that's fine, because yeah. those, are, those are the two Pretty biggest. iconic, too. Yeah, yeah, those are the two biggest franchises for Nintendo is Donkey Kong and uh, Mario. So it makes sense cuz like what, there's like a Mario I I know we've had stuff uh shown to us about uh what it's going to be and there's like a Mario Kart attraction where it's like a kart ride um uh or you know it's like it's like go karts and then they yeah. have uh they have like a Donkey Kong like mine kart ride and I think there's a uh there's a few other ones but I haven't really looked in but could I mean, you imagine, I mean, it, it could change on a moment's notice, you Yeah. Know?
1: Could you imagine, though, like, still, like, being, like, a kid and, you know, having our experience with, like, Pokemon games and, you know, the cards and then to find out, like, oh, honey, we're actually going to uh, Pokemon World. And it's like, oh, my gosh, like, how, yeah. how cool would that be? So, I mean, I'm sure as an adult, I'd probably still find my yeah. way there. But as a kid, that would be, like, well, oh, my gosh.
0: I do know that in uh, New York City, there was, like, a Pokemon store. And I think there might have been a couple other like Pokemon stores in the u s but I know there have, I know for sure there was one in New York, and then that actually just changed into um nintendo the Nintendo World store mm-hmm. like not too long ago um uh, but they do have like their own separate floor just for Pokemon stuff, which is just full of toys and uh yeah. plushies and all these other and that's crazy you know, that memorabilia. It's still
1: a market you know what I mean like I mean we were kids when that was. When that was like real, real thing. And now I mean,
0: I was like I I was like eight, like seven or eight years old when I first got into the game. And the fact that it's still just as big now, it's insane. But uh, uh, I mean, it really shows how widespread appeal it really has. Yeah.
1: And it's lasted. It's stayed relevant. You know what I mean? Like Yu-Gi-Oh! was big and it's still maybe depending on who you ask, that's big. But I would say, you know, you know, as a, a gamer nerd and, you know, that it's not as relevant today as it used to be. Oh, so for, so for that sure. Pokémon like stayed alive and stayed relevant and stayed popular is pretty, pretty Yeah, amazing. I mean,
0: I mean Yu-Gi-Oh's uh I, I mentioned this on my Yu-Gi-Oh show where they change the format so often that it does help kind of keep the game fresh, but it also uh like the way they change it up so harshly and they allow old formats to still play, it I it more or less isolates or you know ostracizes older for- formats in favor of newer ones. So, and that's why I don't understand why they, they don't take the, the Magic the Gathering or some other, even Pokemon, even Pokemon the trading card game, they, they cycle old cards out. They say, these ones, you can't use these after this set anymore. You know, they don't let people um, use that so that it'll actually encourage people to buy new sets and, and keep up to date with the game. Um, not to say that there's anything wrong with that. I do prefer kind of the older format of Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. The newer format of Yu-Gi-Oh! kind of sucks. It's uh, kind of why I dropped the game. But I mean you, you, it makes sense. Um anyway, so <laughs> uh back to going talking about playgrounds. I know we
1: will be here for a while.
0: This is gonna be a long one, folks. I know um, when he
1: asked me to talk about Pokemon, I was like, Okay. <laughs> you yeah, know, it's just yeah. stuff it's just so much to talk about, you know.
0: Yeah, well we we like I said, we we had like a really in depth conversations before and that's why I wanted to bring you on for this. Um so just to kind of preface some of how big of a influence Pokemon was on just when we were young in general and how everywhere it was it was did you did your school have to put a ban on Pokemon
1: Eventually okay. definitely Yu-Gi-Oh for sure but def with with Pokemon and like you know electronics nowadays you know you can't um you know pull out your iPod you can't have any phones it just it's very it was in the beginning, it was fine, you know, things were more of like, okay, well, we have, you know, my school growing up was kind of like a little bit more chill, but it was definitely like we could play a little bit and I definitely remember playing my, you know, my Game Boy, my, my Pokemon game at school and then eventually it was, it got to the point with like trading cards and then things maybe getting stolen that, you know, yeah. the school was like, okay, well, this is, this might be too much and then, you know, religion might you know, play yeah, a big was, part about because you know some parents were like, "Oh, this is you know these are monsters," and we can we can dive into that it if was you satanic, want. Yeah. yeah, we can. It's just um, just it started to definitely um go on lockdown for sure. So. Yeah,
0: and, and I so I kind of had the same thing. I was in like fourth grade. Um, yeah, I was in like fourth grade, and the school I was going to, they had to put a. And it was right around when the cards were coming out uh, because the cards didn't come out right away. Uh, The cards came, I want to say like half a year later, like a pretty short time Mm -hmm. um, but uh, after the game came out. But once the cards started coming out, schools had, like, it was so, it was just everywhere. There was cards. People were bringing their cards to school, playing the game. And the school had to just put an outright ban on it and they would confiscate any of that material if you'd even brought it into school. Uh, so we ended up not really like, there was probably, obviously there's kids still sneaking this stuff around and stuff like that. But that was when I stopped bringing, uh, all my Pokemon stuff with me to school because I didn't want to, I didn't want my stuff taken away.
1: Yeah. That's like Um, a horrible feeling when you're a kid. Yeah. When
0: you're a kid, you're like, no,
1: don't take my, especially
0: when you're like really into Pokemon. Don't take my
1: Pokemon cards. Like, can you just, you know, you're just being innocent and give me your Pokemon. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh God, what an awful feeling. So keep it away yeah you know, so. but i
0: mean we still talked about it all the time around the school yard um i mean and, and again you
1: traded on the bus
0: well we didn't uh <laughs> we didn't i didn't see that's the thing i wasn't really into trading that much oh yeah uh, i liked battling battling was fun but um uh we we didn't really trade we were way into cloning <laughs> uh,
1: what do you mean what's hang on what is cloning
0: <laughs> i'll get into that okay. later when we start getting in <laughs> that's other, a new so, that's a new but term. yeah there was uh we were, we were way into cloning pokemon so that was that was that was really what the schoolyard stuff was oh, for me but uh we uh uh played um uh, you know we battled sometimes but as far as like we more or less talked about what we were doing in the games and we were uh talked about the Not so many people talked about the show that much. I kind of did because I would wake up every morning to catch the show. Um, Because I think, because it wasn't just Saturday mornings where they played the show. Like, it was so popular. They played the show, I believe, early mornings, um, most of the days of the week. Mm -hmm. Because I would wake up uh, like 6.30 in the morning to turn on the TV and watch Pokemon before I go to school. Uh, Because I remember watching it a few times before I went to school. Not all the time, but, you know, I would try to catch it. And, something uh, you look
1: forward to, for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I was always, you know, and I was so into it. I, any chance I could get to ever catch any of that stuff, yeah. I would do that. I mean, it's kind of like, okay, to kind of spoil something that's coming later, it's kind of like how I obsess about, like, YouTubers that I find now because I just get really into seeing how much of the insanity I can find about them. It's just a rabbit hole of content that I try to find. Um, and that's kind of how I was when I was a kid. When you you know when it came to Pokemon, I just anything I could find about it, I would just gobble it up. I would just yeah. want more and you more. You find just someone consumed. that
1: loves Pokemon, and you're like, oh my god, my Yeah, I mean, it yeah. really
0: helped. It, yeah, it did. <laughs> it helped make new friends and yeah. stuff like that. Um, it caused some fights on uh, on school because. Um, This isn't really centered around Pokemon, but one of the like few instances where I was in a schoolyard fight, um, it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't centered around Pokemon. So this doesn't really have any relevance to it. But uh, one of my friends that I would frequently talk to about Pokemon uh, all the time, we were really into it together. And, you know, he was my classmate. Uh, He was um, he was in a fight with uh, another girl. Um, I, I honestly I never even knew what it was. I just saw I just saw them fighting each other and I ended up uh, uh, stepping in to help my friend out. Yeah. Um, and so I, <laughs> I'm like, and this is bad. <laughs> this is pretty bad. I ended up like, I, I was oh, full no. on charging at the girl like <laughs> with my head down, <laughs> just charging at the girl like that and just headbutted her right in the oh, gut. you in, did not. Into a fence line. And I totally, yes, <laughs> yes, and, yes, um, and Immediately, like after that happened, uh, we, (laughs) I got, uh, you know, all three of us got sent to the principal's office, and here's me sitting in between both of them, just going, "I'm sorry." i'm just tearing up and just crying because i'm in trouble i'd never been uh uh well i had been to the principal's office one other time before but that wasn't that was a another time i got i'll just tell the i'll just tell it just
1: tell it, you're already you're already, I'm already there you're already there uh, just
0: spill it but uh, yeah so uh i was crying and i apologized to uh, uh, the girl um never spoke <laughs> to her again she
1: probably left you all uh, alone
0: uh well i i mean and then my dad never like you know my dad never let me hear the end of it uh yeah. he would just call me <laughs> call me a girl fighter you know you he just
1: headbutted a girl yeah you didn't, you didn't shove th- her you didn't i spit nasty <laughs> insults you I, headbutted I, her. I
0: full-on nfl charged into her stomach and threw her <laughs> into the fence line <laughs> so <laughs> don't tell kelsey uh, but um uh, uh, the only other time I'd been into a schoolyard fight was uh, when I was, uh, I think, in the grade earlier. Uh, there was actually, no, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, it was the grade earlier. Uh, and I'd gotten into a fight with um, this group of girls that had. So there was a, a, a tall girl in our class. She was like, obviously somebody that was going through puberty faster than everybody else. Um, she was tall? She was. Uh, like, you know I'm a little kid I'm like three I was like probably around uh, three nine or four feet tall Um, and this girl had to have been like four and a half feet tall like she looked like a giant compared to like everybody else in the class
1: call the model agency we have the next supermodel at four foot nine four foot nine
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, no but uh, yeah it really had um, you know she had what happened was we were sitting in like a round circle in one of our classes. Um, I think it was music class or something, but we were just sitting Indian style on the floor for something. Um, and <laughs> she, uh, had uh, she had let one slip. Um, oh. <laughs> <so> she farted <laughs> and you know, and, at, and, uh, I know you, you, you remember Lauren, Lauren was in my class at this time, so she can vouch for me on this. Um, Lauren's my cousin. She had, um, you know, I mean, you know, she let one slip, and I didn't let her hear the end of it. Of course, you like, didn't. You and can't just let I'd let call, it go. Yeah, I I worked something that worked with. I see. I don't remember her name fully, but I called her Adam Bomb because um, it, it had something like I her name my last name might have been Adam or something like that or yeah. like Adams. So I called her the Adam Bomb. And because she farted and and, like never let her hear the end of it. (laughs) But uh, um, what ended up happening is she and her got her (laughs) crew together. And I swear, I swear this had to have happened like at like the end of recess or like something because it was like a Western. It was literally, <laughs> it was like a Western where it was like the playground was just empty. Like I could see the tumbleweeds going across the like soccer oh. field. And here I am on the uh, the jungle gym and uh, all three of these girls start walking up and <laughs> they just start chasing me down because they wanted to beat you me up. You should have just
1: headbutted all three of them.
0: I elbowed one of but them in did. the face. <laughs> So, so it, gets worse. But it wasn't it wasn't on purpose so what I
1: happened <laughs> I start,
0: I, no 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 like what happened was is I was like I was turning the uh, like uh that the staircase that you yeah uh some of them have like this little round staircase um and it's you know it, it goes up a little bit and then it just cuts off because it's that's where the end of the jungle gym part is right. so what it is is I'd ran up the stairs and like sh- like spun around the pole to like You know, give myself a speed boost around it uh, so I could get away because I just I was just trying to bolt out of there because they were trying to beat me up. And uh, I ended up accidentally elbowing one of the girls in the face while I did that. Um, And uh, one of the teachers, you know, uh, intervened uh, and, you know, we all got sent to the principal office. Um, all three of the girls were in their own separate one. I was sitting outside by myself and the teacher was asking me what happened. And I was like, they're trying to beat me up. I was just trying to get away. Um, (laughs) I didn't get in trouble. So (laughs) like I, I activated, I activated my white privilege card and said, I'm not, I'm innocent. I didn't do anything. Even though the girl was the only one that had actually gotten any, you know, physical pain to her. So uh, and, you know, in reality is, is I was – me, me, me yeah. making fun of the girl was kind of what instigated it all. Moral so. of
1: the story, do not come after you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah don't come after me. <laughs> <you>. uh. <laughs>
1: I know at recess, I – not to be, like, a total nerd and go back to Pokemon because I didn't have very dramatic recesses. But so when I was a kid, um, you know how, like, you could find rocks or whatever. So we – okay, so, like, the way my school was is we had, like, you know, the giant – We had a giant field where mostly we would play kickball or whatever. We were just a very, it was a very open school. You know, I'm surprised no children went missing because Mm -hmm. it was so like, you know, it was like a dog park for children. (laughs) You know what I mean? So we had like the jungle gym and then we had a field and there was rocks in the field and, you know, I didn't get into any fights, but I summoned Charizard over there. I literally would throw rocks and be like, I choose or I summon or I can't remember. I was so long ago, but I literally would throw a rock and be like. Go, oh, that's what it is. Go, Charizard. Or, you know, that I was I was lame. I had no friends.
0: <laughs> Did you pelt a kid in the face with a rat?
1: <laughs> okay, maybe later. But, but yeah, I mean, I definitely would be out in the field uh, frolicking by myself and be like, my Pokemon. It was, you know, playing magic I mean, and, the- <laughs> you know, pretend with myself. Yeah, but, but I mean,
0: I, I played pretend all the time, too. Yeah. I mean, there was a time where... Um, I, I mean, again, at this point, this is just schoolyard stories podcast. Than Pokemon, we're <laughs> this so is off, we're topic. so off track at this point, oh, no. but I'm loving it. Um, <laughs> So, one time I had picked up a, you know, like, uh, those little, like, small mushrooms that kind of grow on the ground sometimes? Yeah, like the I'd, fungus yeah, mushrooms. Yeah, uh, and I picked one up, and I was like, I'm Mario. Oh! <laughs> as soon as I picked it up off the ground, the teacher ran over me and she, like, smacked it out of my hand. She was like, don't eat that! And I was like, I wasn't going to eat it!
1: <laughs> you never know. I mean, it's Mario, and i mean <laughs> how does he get big he's he yeah. the mushroom and <laughs> he just touches and it. and then you know he like runs and sorry if i'm talking too loud i'm getting no, really fine. excited um then he like finds a fireball flower he finds
0: a fireball flower yeah
1: he what does he eat it too and then he can <laughs> it's I, like I don't know yeah. just shoots fire out of it <laughs>
0: um
1: but yeah no yeah <laughs> Uh, good times. Yeah. Childhood yeah. and things like <laughs> that. Right. Well, we've gone off track yeah. uh,
0: long enough. Why don't we get back to, uh schoolyard Pokemon, at least. <laughs> at least it's kind of similar. Yeah. Um,
1: lots of stories for y'all.
0: Um, but one of the, uh, so, <laughs> so one of the things that happened, um, because, and this was after the ban, and this is after the, the card ban, um, after the whole Pokemon ban from school. Um, one of my art teachers had where uh, it was it's actually really funny looking back on it I didn't even uh, like realize how into it I was but it's kind of like because my whole life I've been into uh, like Japanese culture I love the the, I love the aesthetics of it I just I I love like old renaissance Japan it's really interesting and one of my well my art teacher when I was in elementary school uh, had us do uh, an actual like a project where it was like uh, it was like a small schoolyard Japanese festival. Um, what so,
1: school did you go to? Because that sounds like a really rad school. Yeah. We like <laughs> well, did nothing like that.
0: Yeah. So uh, I think this. Well, the school I went to might have been like a semi-private school. Not. Oh. It was public. Like it was for sure. Uh, um. Maybe it was private. I don't know. Huh? Maybe yeah. Maybe a charter school. Uh, anyway, so we had, uh, we had like a little small Japanese festival, uh, and we got, th- we made our own, like, uh, the sandals, like the wooden sandals that have like the, the oh, two yeah. prongs like, on them. Oh yeah, like walk on? Yeah, and we were supposed to walk on them and I, I like, I kept falling over because- Did you
1: guys get like kimonos and all that too? Uh,
0: no, we didn't have kimonos. Oh, um, just the sandals? I think, I think I just wore like a bathrobe or something. There you go. Um, I don't even <coughs> think we wore anything special, but- <laughs> <laughs> uh I do remember the sandals cuz I had them for a while until I eventually threw them out yeah. um, when I was like in uh middle school.
1: They're no longer considered cool. You well, I never them. wore
0: them outside of that That was the only time I ever you wore. You should have. But I you know, you know we had uh, other things that were um uh, made for the class and the teacher liked uh my like you know she liked uh my work I guess that I had done and uh had I guess she must have traveled to Japan at some point because So what
1: did you make? What So like we made,
0: well, it's, it's like elementary school art. So it's just whatever. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This wasn't later. This was like in elementary school. Uh, But I mean, something uh, probably with floral patterns or uh, again, something with a culture. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, I, I I had straight A's, um, you know, in, in school and I, you know, I was, I went over above and beyond whenever I was in, uh, in my education at that point in my age, by the time I got to high school, I just didn't care anymore. Yeah. But uh, <laughs>
1: I think it'd be hard. It's hard to to fail as a kid. You know, well, I, mean?
0: I just stopped getting challenged by the time like when I when I was in high school, I just stopped getting challenged on um, my education. So I just stopped caring. Yeah. So it, it didn't it, like when I, I was even in advanced math class and it just it was just like whatever. I, I didn't even like I slept in class and then I would take a test and I'd still get A's on the test so
1: wow that's must be very nice i was bad at school i mean not bad but you know i had to i had to really really focus and yeah i i checked out senior year for sure so i get that yeah my uh
0: my later high school years i definitely checked out and then college was way worse um but my the, the art teacher had uh, d- it was during the festival too when she'd done this she would uh, brought me into the principal's office <laughs> and I again I, <laughs> You're, I you beat this, up these girls but you got some good looking art I've been to the principal's <laughs> office not just for getting in trouble I've been there for for getting uh, like awards and stuff too. Um, but she, she had actually given me a a Japanese, uh, Pokemon card. It was, and I, I still remember it was, uh, it was Kingler. It was a Japanese Kingler card. Um, and I don't have that card anymore anyway. Um, because I gave all my Pokemon cards away later. Uh, but I, that was, it was really cool because, uh, and like she knew this was something that kids would like, uh, because this is, you know, at the height of Pokemon forever. And it was just, it was so cool. Uh, that i had gotten and and you know all the japanese cards have their own unique art compared to the american ones they're so different too yeah so it was it was just a really unique card i mean it wasn't even holographic it was just it was a card from japan she gave it to me and um you know from that point on i mean i just put it in my binder with the rest of them but it was really cool i I, and that always stood out to me from uh as far as like I, i remember because it was so banned and then like her acknowledging that and giving it to, yeah, it was really cool. cool. It was, it just stood out so much.
1: Yeah. Do you know, did you do any research on if, uh, well, I'm I'm assuming it was, I mean, very relevant in um, Japan, but do you know if, we took it to the level that they did out there? Like, do you think it was just as popular out in Japan? It's always, or do you think more? It's popular? always,
0: been. I th- I would say it's probably close to the same. Uh, I never looked up any numbers. Yeah. But I, again, I assume that it, if anything, because Tokyo is so <coughs> condensed, because Japan's a much smaller country than, you know, the entirety of America. Japan only takes up, if you were to put them next to, uh, to each other on a map, Japan's, uh, may like maybe the size of uh, half the size of California. Oh, like Japan's yeah. pretty small. Um, uh, but I mean, uh, there's so many people that are condensed into the major cities there uh, that stuff like that can spread really fast. Right. So it might I know, like on, on paper. Stuff. Yeah. On When you look at it from a perspective like that, it might seem like it's way bigger in Japan than here. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, it's probably about the same. It's just more widespread here and it's more condensed in Japan.
1: I always found that really interesting. Like, I know that's probably their culture and, you know, like anime and all of that sort of stuff is really, really um, popular out there. But here, yeah, you have like your groups of people where. I mean, back then, yeah, Pokemon was very popular with kids. But when you start to get to a certain age, like there's a limit where you can't really talk about liking anime or um,
0: Pokemon. Yeah, there's a certain drop off. And that, yeah. that, that's that's relevant in every culture, even here in America, because I've had that happen to me. Yeah. Um,
1: you get nerd shamed. Yeah. yeah
0: <laughs> and that's actually one of the things that I wanted to bring up. Uh, but I haven't quite gotten to that point yet. In Sorry. terms of. <laughs> but I'll, I might as well, we might as well just start moving forward and we can get into the actual game specific stuff later. Um, uh, but I had actually, uh, one of the first major instances of me ever being bullied uh, was because of Pokemon. Um, it was when I first moved out here and uh, I had um, just graduated fifth grade and I was going into middle school. And I would ride my bike down to the gas station every now and then uh, with some pocket change. And I would go get a slushie because like I loved slushies. I still yeah, like them today when I was a kid. Good old days. Yeah. Yeah, I would just ride up to the gas station, get a slushie, and go home. And I was riding my bike. And this group of kids, they were old, obviously older kids. They're probably around like 14. Um, because oh, no. maybe a little bit younger than that, like 13 or 14. And I'm like 10. Um and, and you know it's not it's not they're not later teenagers because you know at that point most teenagers are out driving cars or, right you know hanging out with their friends they're not really riding bikes but they can around.
1: still be mean you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah. obviously
0: um yeah I mean I I do know that there were a few grade levels above me so it might have been like eighth grade but um anyway I was riding my bike up there and I was wearing a Pokemon t-shirt and uh, these kids you know rode their bikes by me and they're like and they go. They're like, oh, kid, you like Pokemon? That shit. You know, and he goes, oh, Pokemon's stupid. You're an idiot. And, you know, and, yeah. and that actually it made me cry because I never, like, nobody had ever, like, really been overtly that mean to me yeah. before. And, and you know, It shocks you. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I'm being lighter about it than I am, but, like, it was really mean. It actually made me really upset. I ended up, uh, like, crying and going yeah. home. And that was actually the point where I completely dropped Pokemon entirely because of that. I just. I. You know, I, I stopped wearing T-shirts. Uh, I I didn't even play the games anymore at that point. So uh, because it like. actually really, uh, yeah, it really made me upset. Yeah.
1: That's then like, that's like a, you know, it's just society thing. You know, it's like if, if something's not perceived as, you know, oh, well, that's nerdy. Well, you know, people, it just takes one negative, one negative impact to really just make you lose interest in something. And you may not like, lose interest but it can definitely make you change who you are which is really that sucks but yeah i'm sorry that happened
0: no you're fine (laughs) i (laughs) mean
1: well no but it's just like when you're a kid you know it's like your interest and that's what you like in for somebody especially boys that are older yeah to be like Oh, you—that's stupid. Are you well, stupid? well? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta
0: like, realize, media. like, when you're at that age, you look up to people that are older than yeah. you, and if people that are older than you are ridiculing for yeah. the things that you like, yeah. it obviously makes you want to have a change about it.
1: Yeah, that Pokemon's so was, not perceived as cool as you thought. Yeah, Yeah,
0: exactly, yeah. exactly. So uh, it made me drop the uh, Pokemon for a while, and it's the reason why I still never actually played uh, any of the Generation Three games uh, because I was at that. It was at that they came out during that time where I just. I totally dropped it, and I just completely ignored it because you know I was, uh, I was basically made fun of for it. Yeah, Uh, I
1: yeah I I knew that like people judge people for that sort of thing. So for a long time growing up, I was a closet anime uh, Pokemon fan. Like I didn't tell anybody for a long long time that I was into that sort of stuff. And then like I would draw in school, and I like to draw anime style, and um, a lot of people were like, oh they would see it and you know the moment they saw it it was like my blood went hot and i was like oh no 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 i'm not i shut it real fast and
0: you know what i mean <laughs> i'm not a weave. i'm not no, a weave. yeah i'm like no
1: no 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 so you know and you just want to yeah i was definitely a closet um pokemon fan for a long time but i would always like stay up late and like i'd have like the little flashlight you know what i mean like they attached to your pokemon game your mm-hmm. game boy yeah the warm light yeah and i'd always play it at night but i was a closet closet nerd for a long time did you ever
0: have a point where you dropped off the series or was it yeah
1: I started I well so I watched the movies um so yeah I watched the movies and you know I enjoyed them closet you know freak and you know but I didn't ever talk about them but I definitely probably dropped the series like when it went to season two like I played the games and I kind of that's how I kind of understood what was going on with the season two games you know but I, I didn't really watch Most of the anime at that point, you know, kind of stopped watching cartoons. Yeah, I stopped
0: stopped watching the show pretty early on, but that wasn't because I was, uh, you know, ridiculed for enjoying Pokemon. It was just because I stopped. I didn't want to watch the show anymore. (laughs) I I was more into playing the game. Um, But speaking about the show, because I did watch it a lot, uh, you know, we're all really into it. um, Were you there when uh, the... Because the show was so popular, it obviously spawned a movie. Mm-hmm. Were you uh, were you there when uh, it came out in theaters? Did you go to oh, the movie yeah. and see the theaters? Did oh, you get yeah. the you got the little promo mu card? Yes. Yeah, everybody thought they were so cool they when they did. had it, but it was just and like, then we all showed literally it off. everybody has that card. Yeah, you know?
1: It yeah. And I think yeah, I think they did that for the second movie too. They had like Yeah, um, they had a promo
0: card for the second one, Yeah. I remember.
1: And that was pretty cool, but like it was very like, Oh, you're you know what I mean? Like, you're not very cool because we all have it, too. <laughs> you yeah, know I, I know. Mean? Everybody <laughs>
0: had it. Well, the, the what's funny is uh, the movie is the... Uh, again, because Pokemon created a lot of firsts in my life. Um, Pokemon, the first movie... Is the first instance? I know a lot of firsts. Uh, <laughs> is, a, is the first instance where I actually cried in the movie theaters? Uh, it
1: was sad though. When your <laughs> kid Ash though
0: dies in the movie, it
1: pulled <laughs> your heart. Stri- it they had the music was oh, yeah. all. It was it was good. And I think not a kid in that theater oh, did yeah. not cry. I
0: bawled my eyes out, and I never cried at any movie before. I cried at Pokemon the first movie because I mean, it's I'm just not so. Gonna- I mean, <laughs> looking back at it, like, I could see why. I was so into Pokemon. Yeah. I loved everything about it. I loved the show. And it just, you know, the main character, somebody that you've been with, you know, since if you watched it from the beginning, you've been with the whole time, who's supposed to be a representation of you. Yeah. He dies. And then you, <laughs> and you're and well, you like, no, well, it's and sad. I think and it's then so all the Pokemon are crying.
1: crying. Yeah, and I think just the <laughs> message... Is that, you know, with the whole Pokemon and the clones versus the real and they all cry. Yeah, it was emotional. Like even now, like if I watch, I won't cry, but I'll definitely feel like, oh, like you just kind of take, it takes you back just a little bit. Just yeah. How... Well,
0: maybe for you. <laughs> no, not anymore <laughs> for For me, you. <laughs> if I see that again, I'm like, man, I thought that. I was such a I was nerd. Like, this is <laughs> so bad writing. <laughs> like that's I what I see so. it as. Because...
1: Really? I have to rewatch it, but I, I. Chris well, more, it wasn't terrible. What it
0: is, is apparently there's like a line in the movie where Brock mentioned something about Pokemon Tears having mysterious oh. properties or something like that. And, you know, the whole, all the Pokemon crying is supposed to like be a part of that. Uh, but from what I also remember, like, I don't ever remember hearing that line. And I think it was like a Japanese only line. Oh, so I think that's explain. something I read as well. But I, again... Um, I'm not going to rewatch the movie no, twice think, just to find that out. I think out. when you're
1: a kid, like it kind of makes sense because like Pokemon is they, I mean, they're magical. They're, yeah, of mysterious. They're mysterious. And, you know, even when you kind of get introduced to the new generation of Pokemon, it's like, oh, well, yeah. where were you guys? You know what I mean? So it's like they always kind of have this underlining um, mystery about yeah, them. So yeah, they, they all have
0: their own like unique.
1: Special. And I think they elaborate on that a little bit. In the later generations where it's like they actually have like God, like the god Pokemon. Yeah, yeah.
0: When they have Arceus, who's yeah, yeah he's supposed so. to be God. And then there's uh, Which is But but yeah. what's funny is there's Arceus and this is like super nerdy. Like Arceus is supposed to be the god of Pokemon. He's like the god Pokemon. But then there's Mew, yeah, who's like the ancestor of every single Pokemon. And then there's um there's Celebi who's like the Pokemon of time who can travel through time. Yeah, that's when I started to tone um, it all out. I was yeah, like, and then this is
1: too plot holy. Yeah, know what and I mean? then
0: there's uh, there's one from Generation Three who's just like who's like uh the DNA Pokemon, who's just like he's uh like he can change his form into anything. Oh, nice. It's just like yeah. there's so many bizarre uh like Pokemon <laughs> properties out there. That's just it makes some of it makes almost no sense. Because
1: they all um, have to one-up each other. I mean, exactly. And awesomeness like, and amazingness. Yeah. So after the God Pokemon, I wonder where they'll go next.
0: Well, <laughs> well, that was Generation 4. So um, I think as far as like the super big D on campus Pokemon, uh, they started dialing it back a little bit. Like in Sun and Moon, they're the like, super-duper legendaries that are well okay so there's like two types of legendaries in the mm-hmm. game there's normal legendaries and then there's the ultra beasts which are like <laughs> alternate alternate dimensional pokemon that they're not really pokemon they're like
1: they're demons yeah they're it's demon, like dimension. it's like it's like some
0: <laughs> smt stuff where they're like made out of like physical manifestations from like the real world here like there's one that's made out of just like electrical oh, the garb- wires the garbage no no, one. no no yeah that that's not no i know what you mean the garbage not one. muck
1: but the, there's like a garbage yeah dude. that's
0: garbador that's a different that's different <laughs> that's uh, cute garbador yeah but he's literally he's made out of garbage but no and, um <laughs> that'd be me if I was a pokemon well there's <laughs> there's uh there's the ice cream one too like he's just oh an yeah ice the, cream. Ice, cream. Yeah, just the- an ice cream there's one that's just a snowflake he's just a giant snowflake yeah. there's some really bad designs out there they're running um, out of ideas. Well, I mean, it's been going on for years and <laughs> for a years long at this point, time, yeah. So they have to run out at some point. Yeah. But uh, no, the uh, there's like the island. Uh, so in po- Sun and Moon, you go from island to island. Each island has like a tiki representative of that island, and that's that island's like protector or they're you know, and they're like these ancient Pokemon. Uh, but then there's the like in the story, uh, there's. Uh, Like you open up like a wormhole to like another dimension and there's like these monsters that come from this dimension and they're not exactly Pokemon, but they're, they're like not, Hmm. it's like weird on how they are. There's one that's like a giant jellyfish. Um, But it doesn't look like it's not like it's not like the Pokemon design where it's a jellyfish with eyeballs, like googly eyes on it. Like (laughs) tentacool Like you ever see that you ever go to like a souvenir shop and they have uh, just a rock with googly eyes on it. Yeah,
2: you're like, what?
1: Like (laughs) that's like a
0: Pokemon design. But you take the googly eyes off. Now it's an ultra beast.
1: Yeah. Oh, (laughs) evolved. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, but there's one that's just like a bunch of electrical wires. Uh, There's one that's like a tank. Like he's just a giant tank. Um, but the best one out of it is like a giant mosquito, but he's like a hulked out mosquito. I'm going I'm to... Oh gonna my sh- God, you have to now. I'm going to show you the design of this Pokemon. Cause I've
1: been, I, like, I, Generation um, 2 is my favorite, and I kind of played a little bit of 3, just a little. So this is... A, I mean, I I kind of see from memes and things on you know, different Pokemon and things. Yeah, but, here he is. Oh. Um, this
0: is a couple of them, but uh, I'll bring this up for you to see. Um, this is...
2: Oh, my. Right there. My. Uh,
0: the one on the right, right here, is... I don't remember what his name is. I need right. his protein shake. Yeah, but he's, <laughs> he's just a hulked-out mosquito. That is... Like, and he's one of the, like, first ones you see, too. Here's actually all of them right here. Um, we can... Oh, my goodness. Oh, come on. I just want to zoom in. Really? All
1: right. Yeah. Uh, Some
0: of these are not very helpful. Uh, oh, this oh is like a toy line, but... Gosh. Uh, what is
1: that with the giant teeth looking?
0: Yeah, that's the one that I was talking about. Uh, oh, my. That's one of them. There's this one right here that's like a giant wall. He's like a, <laughs> he's like a mechanized tank. Oh, my um, goodness. There's the jellyfish one right there. Uh, I mean, uh. there's the one that's, uh, yeah, he's a bunch of electrical vi- wires. He's supposed to be like a uh, circuitry or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they're,
1: they're kind of, I mean, These- not to narc on them or anything, but yeah. or criticize, I mean, but it kind of doesn't look like Pokemon like
0: no they don't that's they, why they they're look, called they're called ultra beasts and like i said oh, they're from okay, like so they're different they're okay. fr- like they call them ultra beasts in the game they're like they're not they're from another dimension like they, they kind of
1: look like digimon not they do
0: they kind of do um and actually i wasn't even going to bring up digimon but <laughs> digimon kind of is the copycat of pokemon but um we don't really need to. no we, don't,
1: we that's for another video we yeah. can save we can save the juicy bits
0: um Yeah, because we're already we're already running at 45 minutes all right what's (laughs) we haven't even (laughs) talked really a lot about the game yeah and i still have plenty of stories that i do want to go for all right what do you want to talk about with the game what do you want to because we're still on the cards let's (laughs) let me uh, well we were talking about the movies um but i want to go back to the card game for a little bit because um were you really into the card game did you play the card game a lot you know
1: i I, I was very smart child. I was I could read, but I just I could read. did not understand how to read the cards of Pokemon. So no, I didn't okay. play. We like my friends and I. We tried to kind of be like, oh well, this is clearly like a water symbol, and you know we can kind of understand like the basics of okay, well maybe this card is stronger than this card, but for the most part for the game. No, we did okay. not. We did not play. So
0: I have the exact same response because I didn't know that there was really a game. Yeah, for they didn't it.
1: explain it. You know.
0: Um. Well, there are. So if you do buy a starter pack, there are rules. You do get a rule page what with the game because I got kid
1: a, is going to want to sit there and read. Exactly. so like um, you get a new so, board game. Do you read the directions? No.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So what my brother and I did, we got you know we got our starter packs and we just threw the you know, stuff away. We kept the Chansey coin because we didn't know what we were oh, supposed to yeah. do with it. Um, <laughs> which I ended up finding a Lugia coin later. Uh, but I don't even think I have that coin anymore. Um, I might've lost it. Yeah. But, uh, we, uh, I know I don't have the Chansey one anymore. I do have the loot, Lu- um, because, uh, I only had the Lugia one that I remember. Uh, but anyway, so we thought the game was kind of like baseball cards where you just collected them. Yeah. You just collected them and then you compared your collection with everybody else. Right, and then same. you traded them. Got t- called a trading card game um, but the last part of it game we didn't know there was an actual game behind yeah it. same so we didn't know that you could actually battle other or you know that there was a whole battling mechanic behind them. we just thought it was like oh here's a pokemon and these are some of the moves they do you yeah know? Uh, so we just kind of collected them that way and the you know the special card that i got from my starter pack was a holographic nine tails um, Ooh, and,
1: fancy
0: and this is how I got scammed out of that Holographic Ninetales. <laughs> uh, so I went to my- I'd That gone, should be,
1: hang on, that should be the title of your podcast. Yeah. How, I uh, of how I got scammed out of a Ninetales. How
0: I got scammed out of nine Ninetales. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, so, <laughs> that's pretty good though. Yeah. Uh, so I had uh, gone to a, one of my friends from school. I'd went to his uh, birthday party and it was like a sleepover party um, and this is how I was kind of like, I was pretty socially awkward. Um, when I, you know, I was really shy when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but you know, I had fun. Um, like, you know, I yeah. would talk to, uh, talk to some friends and, you know, th- or, you know, certain, some kids, not uh, every single one. Um, but I was like, uh, at, and this is how I think I would, might've been like a little autistic when I was a kid and just, or, or something wasn't right because, uh, something happened where I, I. I really wanted to watch this Sonic the Hedgehog VHS that I brought oh, with me. Oh yeah. Um and I I ended up like crying because I didn't get the one <laughs> or something. <laughs> it, it was really dumb. Um but we were all uh you know comparing Pokemon cards and stuff like that. I brought mine, my, my collection. And uh, uh, you know the my friend there he really wanted the nine tails uh, mm-hmm. my nine tails and I don't even remember what I traded for I had to have traded for like some absolute garbage or trash uh, because I was like yeah you can have my uh, nine tails for uh, it was like it had it must have been like Squirtle <gasps> or something it was like no. and What? Like, and it was a holographic nine tails I was like Christopher it was a pretty rare card <laughs> but. Yeah, I but just,
1: still for a Squirtle, really?
0: It was dumb. Uh, like you know, again, I didn't know there was an actual like <laughs> battling mechanic for yeah. the game, and I think they understood that, uh, but I didn't really know, so I just was like, whatever. Yeah. you—that's the whole point of it—is you just trade cards, right? So I ended up giving that away, uh, and then you know I never got it back, and then I realized later. When and I had to have, I must have known somehow that there eventually was an actual card game to it because uh, my neighbors up the street, they had the uh, the Game Boy game mm-hmm. that was just the card game oh. that you like you played the card game on the Game Boy. Well, I didn't
1: even know that was a thing. Yeah.
0: So I, I knew at that point there had to have been some way to play the game. And, you know, we'd gone to uh, Toys R Us to mm-hmm. go. They had tournaments every Sunday or Saturday, some someday like that. Um, and I, this is how my friend, uh, you know, my friends over there ended up getting Mew. And this is how we got into the whole cloning stuff um, because uh, we found out a way to clone Pokemon. And that was, uh, you know, he ended up, get, he got a Mew there. I think it was a promotional for winning or it might have just been a promo from Nintendo. If you uh-huh. brought your Game Boy, um, they'll trade a Mew to you uh because that was mew is one of those pokemon that was like a mythical one where oh, it was yeah. like oh we don't know if he really exists everybody you know you hear legends about him uh and then you end up actually getting him in the game um because there's no actual way to catch pokemon and or, or catch mew in pokemon mm-hmm. uh, you can only receive him through special events um and so they would trade mew that way because um it, ever since the like release of it they'd Never really mentioned that there was 151 Pokemon, mm-hmm. but that was like you know oh there's 151 there's a secret Pokemon there's a secret you know there's yeah. a secret one um, because you know Such you see you time. see Mew 2 and everyone's like where's Mew one yeah you know. So, uh, and that was Mew 1. It was just Mew.
1: Don't you miss that mindset, though, of like, there's a secret? Yeah. There's I, a secret? Well, yeah.
0: there is that in there still, but data mining is a thing. Yeah. So, not really things are kept secret anymore. Like, when Sun and Moon first came out, there was a secret Pokemon. Um, I think it was like Mars Shadow or something like that. It, it, it was a fighting ghost type Pokemon. And he's just like, he's like, he's like a little, like, almost looks like Bruce Lee Pokemon. Um, and he has like a special move, like mm-hmm. a special Z crystal move, which Z crystals and in, in sun and moon are like super powerful moves that you can only use once per ter- uh, once per, uh, uh, battle. Oh, uh, kind of like mega evolutions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, you could, um, you'd get that, but there was no way to actually get the Pokemon in the game, but his files were in there. So it was like, how do we get this Pokemon? Ends up, he's not, he ended up not being a promotional Pokemon until Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon came out, and then he was a promotional Pokemon. So he'd been in there for a while, and this we've had the same issue with X and Y and, you know, previous generations. They always had, they, like, future-proof their promotions with, with, with it. They'll just, like, reduce the uh, roster by, like, two or three, mm-hmm. and then they'll have, like, special promotions for whenever the games come out or, or you know, whatever. Right, like, right. Deonse was one in X and Y. Uh, which was like another mythical one that you could only get through doing it this way. Or, you know, you get a code for the Pokemon and you'd have to put in the code. Uh, but, um, so we got, so he had Mew on his game. Uh, going back to talking about Mew. Yeah. He had Mew on his game and this is uh, kind of how we all learned about cloning. So, because we'd stay the night at, because uh, they lived right down the street from us uh, and my brother and I would go stay the night at their house uh, regularly and we would trade, we'd battle. Um, and we learned that you, if you, uh, trade a Pokemon and in the old ones, you had to link them up with the link cable. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you had, (laughs) uh, so when you traded them, what you could do is one trade would go through first. And then the next one, next person's would go through. So what would happen is you would trade the Pokemon you wanted to trade. Um, uh, something about, it was like, say, say you wanted to clone, uh, and this is how we, let's just say we were cloning Mew. Uh-huh. So you would trade Mew to the other person. And while at what that other person gets Mew, mm-hmm. uh, while, while say I was giving, I was trading a for Mew. So I would get Mew, uh, and then I would leave my game on. And while Radita is being traded over to the other person before their game saves, they would turn the game off. So what, what would happen is the person that traded the traded Mew would get uh would be able to keep their Mew and the person that you traded to would have that same Mew as well. So you just essentially cloned the Pokemon. We should
1: have been friends a lot sooner because I had no idea that was a thing.
0: Yeah. Um and actually this was so this is actually a, a pretty well-known thing. I'm surprised you didn't know about this. No, because no. I lived there, in a very sheltered
1: life. So. <laughs> um,
0: I, I don't remember exactly how we found out about this. Um, might have been because this was like early internet days. And uh, there was a few like websites where you go find like cheat codes and stuff like that. And somebody had to have had uploaded that because this is also how we found out about the infinite uh, rare candies Missing no and you know, all those other like mm-hmm. legend like yeah. glitches and legends that you'd hear on the Secrets. playground. That, yeah, all yeah. the like hidden stuff. So you get infinite rare candy, infinite master balls, all that stuff that we constantly just abuse oh, for our Pokemon. What a simple time. Um and we ended up all just you know, we cloned we all, all cloned Mew under our system. Uh, we all like uh cloned Mewtwo. So we each had like because f- <laughs> Um, YouTube was like really hard for a lot of us to catch because I know for me in particular, before I knew about the, uh, master ball, um, infinite master ball glitch, we ended up, uh, I ended up using my master ball on, um, uh, not Flareon, um, Moltres. Oh um, yeah. That's right. With because the he was so hard for me to catch. I just threw master ball at Moltres cause I couldn't catch him. So I didn't have Master Ball f- for Mewtwo. Mewtwo's like insanely, like way harder to catch. Yeah, like uh, so the I ratio.
1: Could, yeah, and yeah. I think
0: I ended up killing him too. So And he doesn't respawn. Yeah. So I just, uh, I didn't have Mewtwo. So uh, uh, my friend cloned Mewtwo onto my system. And then, you know, everybody else were like, oh, I need Mewtwo too. So we just, if we were missing a Pokemon, we just cloned the Pokemon onto the each other's system so nobody lost anything. We'd just go like catch like a level two Pidgey or something yeah. like that and just, you know, just something to throw away because who cares? Mm-hmm. And so we'd all have like, we all almost, I know they, my friends had completed the Pokedex and my brother and I almost did. Um, but at that point we were just like, you know we're uh, generation 2 had already come out and we're i had dropped generation 1 immediately mm-hmm. um and this is why like uh, and speaking of terms of generation po- generations you know for people that don't understand there's pokemon comes out in generations there's generation 1 which is the first games the original. generation 2 yeah. which is the next few and every every new set of games because pokemon's weird they release their games in sets and this is a, a total marketing gimmick by them by the way um, it was originally a product of lack of uh, something having to do with lack of memory on the original uh renditions of the like the first generation of the of the games um something about memory limitations for them to code in all the Pokemon in every single area mm-hmm. so they had to split it up um and that's why there's only about like six or seven uh Pokemon that you can't get in the other. Uh, versions of the game. Yeah,
1: that's right. I remember reading um, about the, like King is Kong. I think is one of them. Like, yeah, it's like that. Like the code is messed up or something. There's
0: Pincer that you can only get in one. Um, it, it's like you, you can get Pincer or King's Kong. I think in one and one. Uh, I know Growlithe only comes in one, and uh, yeah. Volpix is in the other one.
1: Yeah, isn't that strange? It's just yeah, like the, and
0: it's the, like, the, it's the something code. that they've kept going too because it's a total marketing gimmick yeah. at this point. They know exactly that how it affects. And, uh, you know, because the whole tagline was uh, you've got to catch them all. Right. And
1: when I'm an OCD player anyway, like with my video games, like I play a lot of RPG stuff and like I will grind for hours I will complete every quest just because I'm a completionist like I like to see everything is done yeah
0: and you're not alone in that a lot of people have the same sentiment
1: so yeah then for this you have to like buy another game and somehow find somebody to you know what I mean so it's definitely that's smart but it's really annoying
0: it's it's smart for them and but not a lot of people really liked it but again it was a product of memory limitations back then nowadays it's not something that really is necessary it's something that they kept though that they keep because it's like well, we can sell more copies of the game because there Mm -hmm. are people out there that do buy multiple copies of the game. Um, or, you know, it's just something that helps boost their own sales for the game. And so I get, I get why they do it. It's just not very consumer friendly. Right. But, uh, because of that, we do have a lot of, uh, you know, missing Pokemon in each of the copies of the game. So it, it helps encourage the whole trading mechanic as well. And, you know, it keeps it it keeps the game as a social game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was one of the big things that was a, advertised as. But, you know, again, another aspect of that um, was... Where, where did I... I already lost where I was at when I...
1: So we were talking about the generations.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's right. So uh, in between... Or, you know, so uh, we have Generation 1, 2, and 3. Now, Generation 1 is... There is like one of the more fondly remembered generations. Uh, You know, a lot of people that played the game originally, they're like, oh, I love Generation 1. Generation 1's the best, has the best designs. Uh, When it's really like Generation 1 probably has the least original designs as far as Pokemon because there's a lot. Like Seal is just a seal dugong is just a bigger version of sea. Yeah, Seal. I enjoyed the art. Um, um
1: well, with, so what I'm saying is not so much like Crystal Generation 2. I'm talking about like the revamped where you can get generation 1 and 2 and maybe bits of 3. I can't remember Oh, like the remakes. Yeah, but it's I can't remember what game it is. Um uh I can't I cannot remember. I think it's like it's like not silver. Anyway, so I really enjoyed the more um, refreshed versions of like I like so yeah generation one yeah it's it's cool with itself but if if I go back and play one I'm like
0: "Eh, well yeah it's it's hard to go back it's hard yeah it's hard to go back to the game boy games in general because they're they're much more slower paced right um but I mean honestly though generation four is the worst one in terms of that because uh, there's a lot of uh slowdown in terms of the way the battle runs it's just a slower game overall uh, and people have shown that on multiple occasions but uh at its heart you know pokemon is an rpg um and it's what i like to call baby's first rpg because mm-hmm. while the game is like i said you know, <laughs> the game is an rpg there's no yeah, there's, there's no beating around the burst and, for that yeah. it's it's it has it's very deeply rooted in that type of genre you're building a team with you know very specific goals. They all have their own special attacks. It's, it's turn based. Yeah, you have quests. Uh, you have yeah, you know HP. Items. It's not really yeah. it's not really quests. You have a singular goal. Yeah, and but you can like
1: do other things to get more items. You know what I mean? Like
0: yeah, you can do little extra th- little extras. extra things that
1: you don't have to do.
0: Um, but the game wasn't really marketed like that. The game was really mar- and this is what I think kind of helped blow up the game as well and blow up the whole franchise. The game was really marketed as a Almost like a virtual pet simulator.
1: Yeah, um, that's what I heard too.
0: And it, you know, it takes that Tamagotchi mindset, and it says these are Pokemon that you're raising. You're raising these Pokemon. You're creating a bond with them, and it's reinforced constantly in the show and all the advertisements and merchandise. Is that you're creating a, a special bond with these Pokemon, and that you're growing along with them, and you know they love you just like you love them which kind of makes it even more messed up is that you, all you do is you use yeah. them for dog fighting yeah, basically to battle. It's just virtual dog fighting. Well, and I think that's um, a,
1: another thing though. Like I know a lot of people are like, Oh, well it's dog fighting and stuff like that, but I think it has a lot to do with what else can you do? You know exactly. What I mean, I mean so-
0: it's an RPG at heart and it has those mechanics behind it. And that's why it's funny. It's funny that they, they treat it like it's uh, you're raising these as your own pets or, you know, you, you take care of them. At the same time you're blasting fireballs yeah. at them and they love
1: you know, to blast fire yeah. and fire. Yeah, yeah. So. And that's <laughs> how they that's
0: how they justify it in the show is like Pokemon like to do this Yeah, they it's want like, to. They want but, to evolve and yeah. beat up the other team. <laughs> Which is messed up because like in the uh, in the manga, um, because of course Pokemon has a manga, um, it's much darker and like there's Pokemon that like lose limbs, they have scars on them. Well like, in
1: the original game there is a town I think lavender town and yeah, it's pretty yeah, much lavender. like a pokemon graveyard there too and it's when you're a kid you don't mean go over your head but as an adult you're like and it's got some creepy music too i'm not gonna lie yeah and so when you when you're there you're like and you're older and you kind of comprehend what it is yeah it's like a pokemon graveyard it's where pokemon go to be laid to rest and it's like kind of weird to think about because it's like yeah, these are my friends and you know we're all in this together but they might die someday you know what i mean so it's yeah it's yeah it's interesting for sure
0: so um, okay, so before we fin- get really into the game, um, I know I've said this a couple of times, because <laughs> we keep going back and forth between yeah. like stories and games. I do want to get it out of my system really quick, uh, because we're going on to generation two, um, and I still have a few things left in generation one that were very that stood out to me. Obviously, I already mentioned the rare candies and stuff. Did you know about the rare candy glitch or anything like that?
1: Um, no. So you
0: never utilized that? You never caught Missing No and completely screwed your game over?
1: No. I actually, um, I think about a couple years ago when I started to really um, play around on YouTube, I saw videos of like Pokemon theories and um, I found out a lot of interesting stuff through other people's. But yeah, Missing No is definitely an interesting glitch. Yeah, for sure.
0: I'm really surprised you didn't know about that because that was one of the like really widespread things. Is like this is how you get in- you can get infinite rare candies for free, You yeah. get infinite master balls, and they're like you can catch this uh, the 152nd Pokemon, um, and then it ended up there ended up being the legend of the 153rd Pokemon because Missing No. was not it. Yeah, uh, do you remember the legend of Pika Blue?
1: Mm, this no. is another
0: like playground rumor that i see really remember. i
1: remember i like again i never told anybody okay then no nobody um, was ever sharing these so, juicy bits with me so <laughs> so
0: you you know po- the pokemon meryl right right uh, the blue round pikachu with uh-huh. the, like it, no, i mean meryl, every generation yeah. there's like a pikachu lookalike meryl is this yeah generation's pikachu lookalike um and so we had all heard there was rumors that went around about this pokemon and then eventually like images did surface on like some websites because this is early internet days this is early internet where it's starting to pick up and a lot it's a lot more easier access and widespread we actually have websites that are starting to be built and there was a website where somebody it was like something had to do with like pokemon rumors it might have been the same website where a lot of people learned because the the infinite rare candies and missing no glitch are pretty commonly known. I'm surprised you really don't remember that. Yeah. Uh, but again, because you didn't really talk about yeah, it, with people, no. it makes sense. Uh, but it, that was one that like everybody that played Pokemon knew about it. So I think this might have been the same website where we'd seen uh, that as well. Uh, and it was a uh, it it was the leg- It was you know a, a mysterious new Pokemon called Pika Blue, and it, it was just Meryl. Uh, but you know everybody saw that it was it looked like pikachu so Mm -hmm. they thought it was like a new evolution form or something like that uh so you know and it was like you can get him in in uh, red he's a secret pokemon and he's like you can get him in blue so people it it was like it was like mew where you could find him under the the truck type of (laughs) rumors where it's like you had to go through all these steps yeah and nobody you know because this is like people could just talk out of their butt kind of oh, yeah. like I do sometimes <laughs> uh about anything and you know really uh people would believe them because you know what per- what what reason does that person have to lie you know and it's any any type of rumor about that stuff you kind of like you kind of like want to know if it's real yeah. or not yeah let so me try really, and see for myself yeah, yeah. uh so peekaboo ended up being like uh i don't even know how it was somebody must have uh, had a leaked image or something like that and really took it out of proportion because there Mm -hmm. was no again uh, the game was japanese first and then you know japanese versions of it come out first but here in america even translation is uh really hard and it's just uh early internet days you know it's just you get what you see or you see and you're not really sure what to make of it so you kind of just guess Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh so there we all had this little like rumor of what Pika blue was and then ended up becoming and uh, I actually was in the first movie I think uh, you see in the first yeah in Pokemon the first movie you do see of some generation 2 leaks Oh you do that's because right you see, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like
1: a montage
0: Yeah you see yeah. Peekaboo, you see uh Snubbull who is the the pug pokemon Yeah um and i think there's another there's one. like a bull oh, it was pichu. one i think it was pichu you see as well
1: i don't know about pichu but i know in the i remember definitely in the battle montage it's like a bull one but he can like it's not taros or anything but it's it's like where he can like roll remember it's uh like, you mean
0: elephant maybe so i don't think that was in uh I, it's oh. again it's been a while since i've yeah, seen me that too. because it was uh, you know it was the little like pikachu's vacation uh clip yeah before.
1: Well, it was definitely, there's definitely some generation two and like that montage when it's like they're battling and then like Mewtwo is spying on them and that's how he invites them to the island. Yeah. So yeah, that's interesting.
0: But um, while, so while the, while Peekaboo was like, you know, the rumors of them were coming up and, you know, internet's more accessible for everyone, we get internet at my house um, and... You know, we wanted to, we wanted to look, because we wanted to look up more, uh, see if we could find more codes or Mm -hmm. like anything. We wanted anything to do with Pokemon. So we asked my dad if we could look up Pokemon online. Um, (laughs) And I guess he misspelled it incorrectly. So this is one of the first experiences I've ever had as far as the internet. So my brother and I are sitting there uh, while my dad's on the computer going on the internet waiting for the dial up to go through the Yep. (laughs) And then we finally get on the internet uh, and we go into, I don't even think it was Google, I think it was still Yahoo that was really like the go-to, or maybe it was Ask Jeeves. AOL. Something, I I mean we didn't have AOL, we (laughs) had um, Net Zero, we used Net Zero. Yeah. Um, But uh, we, uh, we asked my dad to look up Pokemon and uh, he tried to go to Pokemon dot com. Well, it turns out that Pokemon like P O K A M A N, and I think that's how he might have typed it. Or I have no idea how he ended up getting to this. Oh no! But he goes to Pokemon dot com, and it was not a legitimate Pokemon website. It was, in fact, a pornographic website. Ooh! Call. <laughs> it was. It just featured. And literally the very top of the page, it says, gotta fuck them all.
2: <laughs> Yeet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Followed by a bunch of naked pictures of, uh, you know, characters from the show oh and stuff God. like that and Pokemon. I- and... <laughs> Immediately, my dad just goes, go to your room. Yeah, you're grounded. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even our fault. He is the one that misclicked it. But I will <laughs> never forget the phrase, gotta fuck them all. Oh, my God. <laughs> I will never forget that <laughs> my entire life. It's the single greatest thing oh I've ever gosh. seen as far as it comes to Pokemon. So
1: don't you love it, though, like when adults try to, they can't pronounce it, oh, right? Yes. Even to this day, yeah. like Pokemon has been out forever. We pronounce Poke-man. it. Pokemon. Pokemon? Yeah. Yeah always how do you know poke man he I'm might like, have uh, he
0: might have typed poke a man like poke and then man instead of mon so poke it <laughs> jesus but i will never forget that that was so funny to me and, and like even back then my brother and i were laughing our asses off about it it was just it was so funny to of us because it's just gotta, gotta fuck them all yeah. um, because the, I mean again we were like this. we're so juvenile we were like you know, still in elementary school so anything <laughs> that had to do with a swear word was just immediately funny um and you know my dad was a police officer so i heard uh, like i'd been around him when he was around other police officers and they don't you know they say whatever they want they don't care Mm -hmm. so it's not like it's i never heard it before it it was just it was so funny yeah um (laughs) do you have did you ever look up any do you ever have internet and try to look up that stuff online or not
1: when uh not a million years ago when we had you know you should do it again I can't even, you know, I just played Sims on that Um, thing. I wasn't, no. Um, But no, like I said, I think where I really kind of dipped into the whole research, and of course, you know, I'm late to the game, is when I searched all, like, Pokemon theories on YouTube. Yeah. And found some really interesting intel that I'm like, oh, I wonder. But, you know, like, when I played, I, I... Remember just beating the elite four and being like oh my god i did it like that yeah amazing. it's so but you feel
0: so hyped up you for do
1: because i lost like all the time oh yeah and i, I could never I, get I past
0: uh i could never get past lorelei um just because i had charizard and uh i could i, I was like i was like but fire is good against ice no and, and, but all this yeah. all of her pokemon there's no like single ice type it's all like water and ice so it's it doesn't do anything
1: yeah and like when i was a kid i was like oh i like this one i like this one i didn't really have i mean i didn't understand you don't care
0: about typing you just look go for what yeah and so like i used hitmonchan all the time (laughs) and he's like he like and i gave him like all the worst moves too because i was like oh i'll give him comet punch because comet punch is good and it's like a base 20 move that like yeah it, it just sucks or
1: like those those moves that you actually have to have to like proceed in the game but then they like You try to give them to certain Pokemon and then it like ruins your entire moveset. Yeah. Yeah, And I'm glad they phased that out now. They don't have, really? Yeah. They got rid
0: of that in sun and moon. I'm glad they phased that out. Yeah. That
1: was awful. That would like, that's why like my DS right now I've restarted it several times, but it's just more of like trying to find my ultimate comp and being like, okay, but then like the moveset, you know, the H the HMs would always ruin it. So yeah, I'm really glad they got rid of that. That was awful. Made my experience negative if you know what
0: I mean (laughs) yeah I get it um anyway so uh because uh, again that whole website kind of helps reinforce the reason why uh because Pokemon was getting ostracized by a lot of media Mm -hmm. um by churches because they considered it satanic by schools getting banned because it was you know so overtly widespread and uh people wanted more and more of it or you know all the kids were just it was just a phenomenon but uh So media, the media ended up starting doing what I like to call hit pieces on it, and and, you know talking about how churches were calling it satanic, um, all the negative repercussions of Pokemon obsession with your children and things like that. Uh, And this is one of the reasons. This is another reason why this kind of got reinforced by the uh, you know how Pokemon could be a negative influence on kids. Uh, Do you remember uh, because you were you like the trading card game? Do you remember the naked Misty card? no okay so that was uh, that was another like was play- that like
1: a scandal pokemon scandal like
0: it was um uh, and i remember it being brought up specifically uh <laughs> what's daisy doing she
1: just wants to uh, hang out with pete yeah i know
0: she's <laughs> over there trying to uh Hi. get all up in love this is Daisy. Uh, <laughs> this is my Pokemon for the day. This is my, po- yeah. this is my Pikachu. Uh, I choose you, Daisy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she. Uh, well, anyway, so the naked Misty card was um, another Japanese card, uh, and it had gotten translated into English, but it was uh, ended up being censored. Um, where they had uh, it was a, a picture of Misty standing over a Staryu, but it was just her outline. Um, it's okay. And was they weird. yeah I
1: didn't it, even touch it, and it was like. Bah.
0: That's yeah, all right, yeah, um, and it was a uh it was just an outline of misty. It was just an outline. there was no um um you like you couldn't see nipples right, or anything like, like that. A, it was just a yeah, uh, but I mean, it, you could see the way they had drawn the card, you could still recognize that it was misty right, right um That's so fabulous. they had um, and in the Japanese, like again, in the Japanese one, there's no censorship on it. So in the English release of it, they had um, I think purposely put it like a, made it shown that she was wearing a swimsuit mm-hmm. on it, um, yeah. And I think they changed the art, uh, art entirely to be something a little bit differently. But I do remember uh, my friend uh, that we would frequently go to that lived down the street from us. Uh, he had the Naked Misty card, and he was like, he was like, "Hey, I got the Naked <gasps> Misty card. You want to check out some nudes?" <laughs> well, it wasn't even that. He was just like, "I got the Naked Misty card, guys." I
1: know. It was just, it was, it was,
0: it was, it was one of those things that was just, it It was, it makes sense. <laughs> like it, it's so innocent yeah. by, especially even by today's standards, oh, it's so innocent sure. and, and it makes sense why some parents would get worried about that because this is uh, something that's marketed towards kids. And, and, you know, especially when it comes to sexual content in America. Um it they don't want that to be influenced on their children.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um
0: and, you know, in Japan's actually way differently too. Their culture's a little bit more lenient when it comes to uh things like that. And they're more they're more harsh on um really gory violence than they are sexual content. But there is obviously some things that they're like it's you know, hey, don't do that. That's right. you shouldn't, you know, promote that towards children. But uh i mean as far as like the way they go they're a little more lenient with that especially because they have like shared bathhouses and things like mm-hmm. that they're a little more comfortable with it i mean here yeah. in america we're a little more uptight um but well, yeah but it's, it's kind of funny because it's the reverse because we're okay with like su- we're okay with violence but yeah. we're not okay with nudity and yeah. it's, it's just it's weird um
1: now to in today's standards with horror movies it goes hand in hand yeah you exactly. can't uh have a good I wouldn't say good. You can't have a horror movie without showing a little bit of nip. You know what I mean? Yeah. And a little bit of blood.
0: I know. A little bit of both. A little nip slip. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. But so after that, you know, uh, and that's kind of like the generation one was kind of where all of this had correlated. Uh, Do you remember seeing any of that stuff? Any of those uh, media uh, articles or anything Mm, like that?
1: That doesn't jog my memory. So I want to say no.
0: I, I remember watching them sometimes, but... Again, this is mostly centered around Generation t- 1. And mm-hmm. when Generation 2 comes out, uh, we finally, it, you know, it starts to slow down a bit. People are a little more open. Uh, you know, they're a little bit more accepting of it. The churches are kind of like calming down about it because they realize it's, it's not so bad, uh, especially compared to other stuff. This is when they started going after games like Doom. Mm. Um, uh, you know, uh, and other really uh, hard, hard violence stuff like that, because this is also when we started seeing things like Columbine and all these other uh, like school shootings that had really taken the media by storm and had been more about. Now we're shifting away from, uh, uh, you know, things being targeted to kids and more being shifted towards uh, violence being bad for right. you know, in gaming in general, and we all know that. You know, at this point, we all know that that's a lie. You yeah. Know, there's no, there's no evidence that suggests that uh, playing a violent video game causes you to be violent. Um, it's it's bred by your, pater- uh, you know, parental situation and how you're raised rather than uh, your own, uh, rather than something that can be uh, taught to you through media. Now, there's obviously. Instances that do show that uh, you know some ideas you can get from media, especially at a young age, it, it can influence you. Uh, but uh, it's more of a product of your surroundings. But, than, but
1: yeah, for Pokemon being evil, I think it's kind of yeah, overstretching. Yeah, and Pokemon's just
0: like a, an innocent little game. Yeah, you know, there's no. If we're
1: talking about GTA, I mean, that's a whole different yeah, different. And, and this is why people realm. go over
0: games like Grand Theft Auto and yeah, Doom. Doom was Doom was the go to for uh you know after Columbine,
1: yeah not Pokemon no. Pikachu where are you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um so again we get into Generation Two and Generation Two is my personal favorite. Um, Same love. I love Generation Two Gold and Silver. Um the I, and I'll remember the day we went to um we went to okay. Toys R Us yeah it was Toys R Us we went with my grandma and she bought uh the game for my brother and I. And I mean, we were so excited to play. We could not wait to play Pokemon. Um, I got silver, and my brother got gold. We couldn't wait to play. We immediately started going on it and like ended up uh, completely breaking the game uh, because I transferred Mewtwo and Mew over oh, to my no. game as soon crashed. as I could. No, it didn't crash. <laughs> no, I transferred it over uh, and I just completely broke the game because then nothing was a challenge at that point. Because, oh, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, I because Mewtwo me the- and uh, Mewtwo and Mew were so overpowered level
1: 99 probably yeah
0: Yeah. and i mean they would like at that point in the game they still uh, wouldn't listen to you a lot Mm -hmm. but by the time but if they got to move out like it was just bam yeah
1: bye felicia yeah pretty much
0: (laughs) so uh, and i think this is when they added something where it was like um they added in um because i know if you trade a pokemon now uh, I don't think it matters what level it is; it'll always listen to you. I think they added that in in Generation Two just because of the cross I know in cross the, trading that you could do.
1: Yeah, I know in the the newer game that I'm referring to, which I don't remember, it literally has like the legendary dogs, um, the legendary birds, Mew and Mewtwo. Like, so it has
0: everything. Whoops. everything,
1: oops, everything okay. in there, and I'm I can't remember what it's called. It is like
0: soul silver or yes Gold. yeah
1: yes. soul silver and um forgot what i was talking about forgot i was going with this one yeah, it has
0: all the legendary birds and all that in there yeah it doesn't, I forgot. not <laughs> anyway it doesn't it, it, soul silver yeah is what it was <laughs> um and uh so again i have more me- memories with generation one than i have generation two but i do remember i, I love generation two so much i loved the new pokemon um, it's the reason why Typhlosion uh, or you know Cyndaquil is still oh, my yes. favorite. He's Me my too. favorite starter. He's he's so cool. He's so cool. He's, just, he's the only pure fire type, and I'm all about the fire type starters. I love all of them, um, and he's, he's still to this day the only pure fire uh, fire type that we get or we have ever gotten. Um, and Typhlosion is just really cool looking. He is
1: um, design wise, like definitely like in um, his his little form. Cinequil, right? Is that what it's called? He's so cute. You know what I mean? He's so dainty. And then like when he kind of evolves again, you're like, all right, he's something's happening. And yeah, then Typhlosion comes and you're yeah, like, and he's,
0: <gasps> he's on his hind legs yeah. and he's just like, Oh I'm gonna screw you, you over. Like, yeah. Yeah, I love Typhlosion. Yeah, he's the best. Uh, so I, <laughs> I, I remember uh actually using him a lot and even when I got the remake of uh, Soul Silver mm-hmm. later. Um, because that was when I started to get really into Pokemon again. Was that when the Generation Two remakes came up, came out? I just I use Typhlosion all the time. He's yeah. so cool. I can like um,
1: not not get him. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: I was so happy when uh, Sun and Moon came out, and you if like Sun and Moon's pretty cool. Where they have like these in game events, like every day at these certain times, you can go to this specific location. And you can just find the starters for the other generations. No way. And it's it's pretty dope. And they had all the Generation 2 starters you could just catch right away. That's cool. Uh, I love that. It was so cool. Um, But while, uh, you know, and so going back to Generation 2 back in the 90s, um, and this is from 99 going into early 2000, um, you know, Pokemon's still as big as it's ever been, and I'm still really into the series. Um, and I do have something, uh, because we haven't gotten any visuals in a while. Um, I do want to show you something. This is something I found, uh, a long, well, I, again, my roommate in college showed this to me and it's an old, it's the most nineties thing when it comes to Pokemon. And it makes absolute sense as to far as, uh, why you would ever see it, um, When you see it, you'll understand why I want to show it to you right away. But this is everything that encompasses Pokemon in the 90s. And this is called I Did It All for the Pokey. I mean, you can already tell right away that it's very, uh, very heavily inspired by the Pokemon or by Pokemon. Yeah. I love that little alligator. (laughs) <laughs> I, I love him running down the aisles with the middle finger it's so funny is the jar jar
2: yeah
1: yeah fight that bird <laughs> on the playground and you would think that
2: I'd be one yeah. but all that with pair, and, I can totally and maybe they just made a mistake cause I know I can't wait <laughs> 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 oh my god oh my
1: god Oh my god oh my god (laughs) (laughs) do we have to censor this (laughs) no
0: who cares i'm not worried about that stuff anymore (laughs) but that is uh, i mean you i don't i don't know do you want me to finish it it's pretty bad it's pretty funny but I mean, you get the idea. I, did, I got the I did idea. did it all for the pokey. Yeah. You can take that Furby and shove it up your yeah. yeah I, it's yeah. it's totally <laughs> 90s. It encompasses everything that was Pokemon in the 90s, and I love every little instance of it.
1: Especially the stripper part. Yeah. That was uh, very 90s esque. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's it's
0: a, it's <laughs> a little kid getting his Pokemon co- taken away from him, and you know, and then he wants to try to get it back. It, it, it's oh. just it, it's he's so into Pokemon. It's just it's funny. <laughs> um. That's actually pretty old animation. That was early Newgrounds animation. But again, I didn't. I never discovered it until uh, my roommate in college showed it to me because we were taught. This is uh, again. This is when I started to get back into Pokemon because of the uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver remakes, and uh, we started talking. You know, talking more about it. You know, and reminiscing about yeah. well Pokemon and stuff like that. And he had brought that up. Um, uh, from I think we were talking about some of the uh, um, old songs from the show or something like that and then he'd mentioned something about I did it all for the pokey and we ended up going through yeah. that and looking that up and he was just like yeah I remember this and I was like this is he's like you can take that Furby and shove it up yeah it was funny um, <laughs> I love that part but uh yeah that's totally 90s totally 90s Um and it just kind of encompasses how uh, like if, if you were a kid in that time, it makes sense. Like you probably were like that. You know, uh, you were decked out in your Pokemon gear. you were your oh, room was yeah. full of it. You just I had my Furby everything Pokemon. Yeah. yeah, my Furby. <laughs> you didn't shove it up your yeah.
1: I did not. I <laughs> got rid of it really, really fast. Uh,
0: I remember my cousin had a Furby, <laughs> and it would never shut up.
1: Yeah, it just um, yeah, it just wouldn't shut up, and it was just weird. I, I didn't really like dolls that had eyes. You know what I mean. So in a Furby, that would be like. Hey. Yeah, or, especially the hay, one that but,
0: blinks and it like moves its yeah, eyes around. It's, it's kinda like, creepy. Do, do,
1: do. It's like what? Yeah. Have you have you seen the video of someone put like a Furby into like the microwave and he's like yeah, yeah, still yeah. going that, and he's on fire and
0: he's like That's a classic. That's an old oh. uh old viral <laughs> video. That that was one of the oldest viral videos out there. It's yeah. funny.
1: I was dying. Um,
0: yeah, and I—I I mean, I, the, all those early animations, all of them came from Newgrounds. There was one that was really funny. Uh, again, this doesn't have anything to do with Pokemon, but it was a—it was a Britney Spears one, uh, and it was. Uh, in, oops, I did it again. Yes. But instead of "Oops, I did it again," it was "Oops, I farted again." Oh yeah. Um. So that, I mean, it's just—it's totally like a product of its era. And right. I mean, we'll never see stuff like that again. But I mean, I—I I love. Well, you know, seeing old things like that, and it's just like, yeah, I, I, I remember that.
1: Yeah, I do too. Especially now, like I'm an adult, and it's just like, you know, I don't really care. People are like, oh, you like anime? It's like, yeah, you know what? Um, yeah, who cares? Yeah, it's. I like anime, and I liked I liked Pokemon, and I still probably will, and I'll still play it, and I'll have myself a grand old time. Yeah. And well, you got
0: to get a switch to play the new one. So. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Peter, Christmas. <laughs> we still don't have one yet. <laughs> I know.
0: I know um but uh so after generation two i you know i got made fun of and i just completely dropped it you you kept with it so um since yeah uh, do you did you remember playing uh generation three games at all do you want to briefly touch on that you know
1: i two is more my favorite and i kind of stopped after to be honest i stopped with three and when Soul Silver came out, it was like like yeah. something about it. The fire was ignited again, and yeah. I was like, "Oh my God, I want to try!" And
0: yeah, and I, I was the exact same way because I actually did play Generation Four. Uh, I did buy it like when I was in high school, um, and then this was a few years after it already came yeah. out um, because I believe Platinum was had or just come out or is already coming out. Because um, I yeah I I had a DS, mm-hmm. um, and then I ended up picking up. Pokemon Pearl um, yeah. and uh, my friend picked up diamond and we ended up, uh, you know, kind of playing the games together, but we never really traded. Um, and I I liked it a little bit. I wasn't that into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do remember I didn't actually never even made it to the elite four. Oh, I made it all the way to the legendary that you catch. And then I dropped the game after that point. Mm hmm. Um, Is there
1: a particular reason or... I think I just
0: lost interest in it. Um, I just, I totally didn't care anymore because I didn't really, uh, like a lot of the Pokemon that you get in Generation 4, it didn't really catch me right away. The only one that I really liked was Lucario. Mm Yeah. Just because I love all the dog, like looking Pokemon, all the dogs. That's really cool. Yeah, Yeah. all the ones that are based off dogs. I really like those Pokemon, like uh, uh, Growlithe. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And even to this day, anytime I get the chance to, um, and like, like when I was playing through sun and moon, uh, or if I, if there's enough I can do it with, uh, I try to make like a dog, dog team because, oh my God. because I just That's like, sick. I'm just like, Pokemon's all about the, is basically virtual yeah. dog fighting. So why don't I just make them dogs? To and, be and honest, I like, I love dogs too. So it just, it works.
1: To be honest, I really tried, um, to get my Evie team, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With all the EVs, a squad, but you know, you have to like breed them and I know certain um like breeding tactics with like personalities go into a lot of like their stats and stuff so it was a lot of hard work that I eventually kind of lost interest in yeah
0: yeah I I mean I bred a little bit in sun and moon and x and y just to uh really kind of like build an actual full team and I just after about uh like five or six hours of just biking back and forth, waiting for <laughs> eggs to hatch. I was just like, wow, yeah, this is so, dumb. It's what so annoying,
1: doing? the grind. I mean, yeah, like, you love like, it when it happens, but it's it's a long haul yeah. to, to, to do what you want to do with those games.
0: I know. it's uh, it, I mean, Pokemon's fun. It's just there's certain aspects of it. It, it is an RPG at heart, so right. there's a, the grind that isn't fun. Like Leveling Pokemon sucks. Uh, that's why the infinite rare candy was such an appealing thing because everybody wanted to have their Pokemon at level 100. Uh, so why not just have an easy way to do it um they do kind of offer easier ways for uh, you to do that now uh, that they implemented in sun and moon um, that we can yeah. briefly touch on for example um you have uh, the ability to uh, and, and it's really funny because it's like you're sending your pokemon off to like slave labor now oh um, what because you have like <laughs> you have like a so in sun and moon there's like an island that you can send your pokemon to um, it's and a boot have, camp. It, it really is. Uh so there's like certain sections of the island. There's like a hangout place where there's like berries that um are uh, not berries, like beans that you can pick up and then uh you can feed your the Pokemon these beans to like help boost their uh happiness or right. their stats, some of their stats and stuff like that. Yeah. Um or you can uh um uh there's a, a section of it where it's just like a like a workout place where you can train certain uh, stats for them, like mm-hmm. their speed, their strength. Uh, or you're basically training their EVs. Because um, you know that there's EVs and IVs uh, for the Pokemon, Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You can train their EVs uh, there for... You know, you have to spend like certain points that you build up from just doing stuff normally in the game. Um, and you can just let them sit there and do that. And they'll build them up over time and then you can just pull them out whenever you want. And it actually goes through based on real time too. So if you like... Leave your game off for, like say you have them do it for like 12 hours. Uh, you can like do it in the morning, go throughout your day, and then by the time you you come back at home at night, it'll be re- it'll, it'll be done. Mm-hmm. And you can just pull them back out. Um, or you can, um, what, what was the, really the messed up one was you can f- have them farm for like stones, like evolution stones, or um, other than that, or or you know, items like that, yeah, in mines, and you can just send them off the mines to work and they'll find items for you. And that's like, that's like, this is kind of like slave labor now. So you go from dog fighting to slave labor. It's pretty, it's pretty messed up. And they
1: do have another, um, mini game in soul silver. And, um, it's like, the, it's like the Olympics. Yeah, the Pokemon Olympics. Yeah, and that's where you can mostly get all your items and things like that. Yeah, I think it was called
0: the Pokeathlon.
1: Pokeathlon. It was fun. The one it thing, was fun.
0: yeah, the was one okay. thing I liked in Soul Silver that they did add uh, for that was they had the because they're one of the things that's like important in Soul Silver and Heart Gold uh, are really just. Um, gold and silver in general is like the special pokeballs. Yeah. And, uh, I really liked it that you could customize the pokeballs to like have special effects when they came out. That was and cool. I'm really upset that they dropped that for the later games. And even if you have a Pokemon that has in, uh, like if they're in a certain ball, the ball transfer transfer over. But if you had like an effect that happened when they came out of it, uh, it's not there anymore, which mm-hmm. kind of stinks. But yeah, um, I, I really, uh, again, uh, there's a lot of com- life of li- like convenience stuff that's in the newer games now. If you're like really trying, like you can have Pokemon just sit there and grind experience points, and they'll level up on their own uh, to a certain point. And then I-, I think you have to like level the island up to get it up to in order to be able to level them up to a certain point. Uh, but most competitive Pokemon isn't play is played at like level 50. Yeah, like, I don't think they even uh, play at level 100. Uh, because it's just too much of a grind. Uh, I mean, I think there are certain rule sets where you do play at level 100, but most people don't grind that much. Mm-hmm. Um, just, but I mean, I, again, we'll get into maybe some competitive Pokemon a little bit later because there are some things I want to talk about with that. Um, but yeah, so Soul Silver was where I really got back into the game, um, and I came back into the franchise with uh, you know my friend and I. We were like we, we just nonstop. We were playing the games. Uh, and then black and white came out did you play black and white at all or no you know? okay. my
1: my friend danielle definitely played a little bit so i kind of saw her kind of whenever i would go over there i can kind of see what she was doing um but i didn't personally play it no
0: okay so uh so black and white was basically a almost reignited like oh wow this is pokemon's getting like pretty they're actually like getting things a lot cooler and how we wanted to see it where they added in animated sprites for the Pokemon. Uh, And that was the coolest aspect I thought about it was that, you know, the Pokemon actually move around now. They're not just like stagnant and like still images. They're Uh they're actually like have motion to them. Uh, And then we got to see the advancement of that in X and Y, but I actually lost my copy of black. Um, I don't know what happened to it. I think I just uh, must've taken it out of the DS and never and like must have uh, never put it back in the case or something I just lost it. yeah. Um, so I ended up uh, buying because uh, they made a sequel, which is black two and white two. It's just the same game, but they just added some quality of life conveniences and changed the map up a little. I mean, it's the same map, but they changed the gems up a little bit mm-hmm. um, but uh and it, it, as far as the story goes, it is like a store like continuation of the story, but it's not interesting at all. Uh, That's a bummer. Yeah, I mean, it kind of stinks. But what the uh, one thing that people didn't like about Black and White was there was none of the old Pokemon in Black and White when it first came out. Um, You had to beat the game originally and then transfer old Pokemon into it after you beat the game. So Mm. what they did with Black and White was they made 150 brand new Pokemon. And um, you could only find those 150 Pokemon in the game. You couldn't find any of the older ones. Um, and you couldn't transfer them in until you beat the game. When you beat the game, you unlock the this like mini game where you can uh uh use a second DS to transfer in all their Pokemon from Soul Silver or um, Diamond and Pearl. Mm-hmm. And they <clears throat> added that um uh um they added or you know, you get that after you beat the game, after you beat the Elite Four. Um, well, when uh, white—that uh, was one of the big things that people hated about black and white. They hated it because they didn't. A lot of people didn't like the new Pokemon designs, um, and, and this is when we got to see like the trash can po- or not trash can, <laughs> the trash bag Pokemon, uh, the snowflake, the uh, snow ice cream, cone. yeah, yeah, the ice Very cream. Very strange. Um, and, and you know the evolutionary form of the snow cone is two snow cones next like the to each art other. Art changed too. Um, I
1: don't know if it was just the the style, but I feel like the art. Like, yeah, whoever but designed th- them. This is also
0: like, uh, you know, um, when people were really like this, you know, because the internet's more widespread at this point, people are on message boards and forums that talk a lot more about it. Um, you know, people that went from praising Soul Silver and Heart Gold because it was so, you know, big nostalgia bait for them mm-hmm. to hating black and white because. Oh, I don't like these designs. What's next? A stapler Pokemon with googly eyes. Um, you know, Probably. I was like, and I made a fun remote. of it. I made it fun of it too. I was like, I was like, this is literally what they did for the Pokemon designs. They looked around their office and said, ice cream cone. There we go. Garbage bag. Try. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: I mean, pretty yeah, pretty much. Uh, that's I mean, there are some original ones, like uh, there's uh, the crocodile one, um, and he's like a bandit, so he has like a bandit mask on. Uh, and when he evolves he get he like has like prison stripes and stuff it, there's a, yeah. some, it's some pretty neat stuff um it, actually one of my favorite pokemon from that generation is um uh stoutland and stoutland's just like a um uh like a sheep dog he's like a sheep herding oh. dog but his evo- like his previous evolutionary forms he's like uh um uh, it's like herdier or something like that and he's okay. like he's like a little pup um, and then he has like three forms and I like uh, I like the second form, which is uh, and in fact, I'll show you it uh, while I have the opportunity to just because uh, uh, um, I mean, when people say the the designs weren't really that original, this is kind of what they're talking about. So here's Stoutland and he's just a dog like he's just a dog with like a raincoat. Um, and you can kind of see that right there.
1: Oh, Yeah. I mean, um, but
0: I liked his, uh, I like terrible. his, yeah, I like his uh, second form though. His second form is really cool, yeah. Uh, herdier. Um and I actually, uh, that's one of the Pokemon that I really liked a lot because after we got our dog Daisy, uh, I was like, oh, that kind of looks like Daisy a little bit, so <laughs> I, I used hertier a lot, um, uh, even though Stoutland is a, a you know a better, yeah, uh, but I, you know, again. there's two ways to play Pokemon there's play Pokemon how you want um, and just make a team that you like or you can play it for uh, having the best competitively Pokemon that you can Uh, and I'm not about I I definitely like playing for stuff that I like to do and that's why I start building teams and my friend that you know we got into Pokemon again at the same time from college uh, we you know he he builds teams based on a specific uh, set too Mm -hmm. Um, and that's one of the reasons why he doesn't really want to get he's not that excited for the new one, Sword and Shield, because um, you know they actually limited the Pokedex. You can't uh, transfer in older Pokemon. It's just whatever's in the game is the only ones that you can have. Interesting. Uh, so he's pretty upset about that because he likes to build uh, specific teams, uh, you know, based off an animal type or something in general like that, and he can't do that with this one.
1: So what's some new? What are they going to introduce new features? What's Sword and Shield like? What's what's the tea? Um,
0: so the uh, so for sword and shield it the some of the features that they've added is they have a free roaming camera um you, you know it's you can actually circle the map and you're not you're not set to this isometric view anymore uh you can look around um uh they had added something in the previous one let's go pikachu and let's go eevee where you could see the pokemon uh walking around on the map and then you walk into them to uh encounter them mm-hmm. uh that's something that they've added into this one as well uh, there is uh, a few other features that uh, like they have of the new um, because every generation they added in, a, they added in a new feature uh, with X and Y. It was the mega evolutions um, where it's like the it, you have the third final evolution of a, like a, a Pokemon or or something like um, Pincer. Uh, where they give them like you give them a certain stone, and then once per battle they can mega evolve, which is just uh, for that mm-hmm. instance only they evolve into like a much more powerful version of themselves. Um, you know, maybe that changes up their typing or anything like it. Which Pincers is the funniest? Pincers is literally he just mega evolves into flying, <laughs> uh, so he he goes from. Uh, uh, you know, a beetle that's standing up on the ground right. to a beetle that's flying in the air. It's really funny. There's some really funny uh, mega evolutions that are just kind of like, Oh, that's kind of silly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, But uh, a lot of people like them, me- uh, like me- mega evolutions. And it was also uh, X and Y was total nostalgia baiting for the fan base because they let you pick um a starter from generation one. There's a lot of generation one Pokemon in X and Y, um, you know, it's the first 3D game. So and you know, uh, all the Pokemon are modeled in 3D. It, it, you know, what people didn't like about black and white um, ended up being what people liked in X and Y because they liked, they like, even though some of the designs in X and Y are, are more or less kind of like the same that you get from black and white, uh, like one of the Pokemon is just a sword, mm-hmm. uh, like he's, just he's ghost metal or ghost steel and he's just a flying sword. Um and then when he evolves, he's two swords. Oh, (laughs) fancy! Um, Yeah, (laughs) but I, you know, some people enjoy um enjoy every generation like that. You know, they they can get behind stuff that some of them like that. And but you know, a lot of people liked X and Y because the they say that the designs weren't as bad. They liked the mega evolutions that changed up the game a lot. And then they remade Generation Three, and then that helped bring even more people into it. Um and then you know we get Sun and Moon and Sun and Moon changes like the entire concept of how Pokemon is and the way you go through the game because now there's no gyms in the game there's no HM's uh instead of HM's you have uh, po- ride pokemon that you just use whenever you want you just call them like say you needed to do, um say you needed to surf you just call La- uh Lapras using your ride uh tech uh so you don't need to teach a pokemon surf anymore That's even nice. though surf is a move in the game still uh, it's not an HM anymore. Pokemon can just learn it whenever they want. It's like, a, it's a TM. Right. Um, TMs are reusable. That's one of the more important ones that comes out from X and Y uh, that has stuck around is, uh, I think it was in black and white too. Also, uh, TMs are reusable. You don't need to keep mm-hmm. buying them all the time. Uh, there is, uh, uh, there's a few other features that, uh, oh, like, uh, again, there's no gyms. Uh, instead, you go through like totem, like trials, you go through Trials, for each of the elements, uh, so there's no there's no like eight gym badges. There's a trial for each element, mm-hmm. or you know typing, uh, and uh, you go through each of the trials that way. And then you get uh, when you do when you finished all the trials on each island, you can go to the uh, Elite Four. Um, and then when you beat the Elite Four, this is what um like again this is what the a big problem with Pokemon is that after you beat the Elite Four, there's not really much to do. Um, and Sun and Moon is more or less the same. But you do get like a little bonus area that you can go to that has uh, like super hard trainers at it. Um, there's like, uh, you can fight uh, red and blue from like the original. Oh, that's nice. Uh, like, yeah, you can uh, do a fight against them and uh, that's how you get mega evolutions eventually in the game uh, or in Sun and Moon because they're not originally there. Um, but you do uh, also, like what it is, is it changes it so that uh, now when you're the champion, um, you don't like, it doesn't like revert to when you weren't the champion Mm -hmm. in Pokemon. You just stay the champion and then you have to fight for your, uh, you have to fight to keep your title.
1: See, I like that.
0: And that's really fun, yeah. So, so, but I mean, you still have to go through the Elite Four. Right, right, right. But instead of uh, fighting somebody for a championship status, um, you're defending your title, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and, And it changes it up. It's not the same person every time either. Um, It's it'll I think it was a, a cycle of like seven different people, and it'll randomly be one of them.
1: That's kind of nice because I remember with like a lot of the games <clears> is when you hit after the elite four. I mean, the only thing that's left to do is collect them all, and that can get kind of like
2: that gets boring. Really, it's boring.
1: And I know in um, Soul Silver, after like a certain number of days or on, it was like a schedule that you could challenge the old elite four, old gym member people, and be like, hey let's battle and that was a good way to kind of do it but you have to go to them and you know what I mean so when you kind of get tired you're like oh well this is it I guess you know what I mean so yeah it's kind of nice that they're adding another feature to where the game doesn't actually have to end yet yeah and
0: and like I said they add in quality of life uh, advancements every generation so um, while I don't necessarily know everything about sword and shield because I haven't followed it too much um, I like to kind of keep things a surprise uh, whenever I pick up especially nowadays because we get spoiled on games so fast, uh, thanks to data, data mining and, uh, you know, people leak stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. And, e- even still, what happens is uh, uh, games journalists, and this is why people don't like games journalists either because not only do they um, mislead you with a lot of clickbait, mm-hmm. they mislead um, the entire industry with the way that uh, uh, review numbers go. They They purposefully get give away a lot of the secrets of a game I, I every time every time i see a a brand new game comes out within a, a day or two i already see people uh, uh, writing articles or posting articles about uh the ending of the game being uh you know this is this is why the ending of blah 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 um is wrong yeah. or you know or the, certain aspects of the game that they don't like or you know, it just spoils the game entirely yeah and there was one even i i think i mentioned i don't think i mentioned this when i talked about outer world's last episode um but there was a uh, article that i saw um that was just it was just a journalist being completely butthurt about um outer world's story and how he didn't like it compared to this other game and how this other game is like way better and you should play this instead and it's like you're so entitled like get get out of here
1: so that's what i don't like about them either because i feel like if if you approach something on your own like especially with like movies and things too so this isn't just about games but like if you go or there's a movie that's came out and you kind of accidentally go to one of these articles or go to you know a review of a movie and they trash it you're gonna probably be more inclined to you know it's to follow their bias or to to not really maybe enjoy it as much because you know you got someone else's mindset in your head but if you kind of approach something from scratch you might have actually liked it so yeah I try to stay away from that kind of stuff too because I don't really want people in my ear you know what I mean I kind of want to especially um just with like movies and things I just like to approach it on my own and just because I don't know if it's gonna be good or not, or yeah. I I usually like like lately I've been liking a lot of like indie movies or, um,
0: or Joker. Yeah, I loved it, <laughs> Chris.
1: Um, but yeah, so that stuff too. But I just I have a hard time with today's movies. Um, just with how writing is, and I'm not a writer by any means. You know, um, can't say a whole lot, but I just my preference is I feel like movies and just storylines today are having trouble. So well, I try not to Well, it's
0: not that I I think a lot of the issue when it comes to movies is is more or less that they're they're trying to make the like because the, we have these big blockbusters that do really well, they right. they bring in so much money. It, it's more or less people like like want to try to make that again. So mm-hmm. they and so uh, the reason why I have such a big issue with a lot of the Marvel movies, a lot of the uh, every superhero movie out there right now. So they all feel the same. Yeah, uh, and nothing no, feels fresh. There's you know? nothing unique about them. You know what's going to happen. I mean, yeah, sure. It, it's cool to see all of these different Marvel heroes represented in, in one singular movie for the Avengers. But you know how it's going to end. You know exactly how it's going to turn out. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing nobody really anticipated, which was spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie yet, is that Tony Stark dies at the end of the movie. Uh, and who cares? Like who? Like at that point, I don't care.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. I, I kind of, I mean, I don't want to make this about Marvel or anything like that yeah. since it's Pokemon based. But yeah, I um, I agree with you there. Just, yeah. I just try and stay away from well, people spoiling. Well,
0: if you really want to talk about it, we can talk about no, some of the Pokemon movies made, and how they all kind of like end the same. Uh, yeah. Where it's like, here's the struggle. Ash overcomes the struggle, meets well, a legendary, and there we go. Well, I think it's like the, the hero story type yeah. of
1: type of thing. But yeah,
0: I mean, I mean, it played played up so much in just anime in general, especially shown in anime, which yeah. if you really want to get technical, that's what Pokemon is a shown in anime. So,
1: yeah, well, same with like rom-coms and things too. Like, um, I'm not really into rom-coms. I know I'm a girl and I know everybody's like, Oh, you just brought it up. So you probably do. But no, it's just, I think with, it's like the, it's like the setup of the story, you know, it's like boy meets girl they flirt or whatever, they have a falling out and then they get back together at the end. It's So it's like it follows a certain set of rules that they have to follow. So I just, I feel like a lot of that is- Lost. Yeah, relevant in today's culture with a lot of things. But that's just a bonus round. Cause we don't really need to go into that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Another um,
1: 45 minutes later.
0: <laughs> well, I know mean, we, we have been running pretty long. We're almost at two hours now, but oh my I mean, gosh! I feel you. like, I feel like we've only haven't even been gone that long. I feel like we haven't even touched on a lot of the stuff that I, um, really do. wanted to get into, but we can um, do a
1: part two if you want.
0: Um, eventually I do want to kind of, um, wrap things up, uh, just because it, I don't want to ke- get this running too long and we, we can always do this again another time. um, But again, I wanna get this out before uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield comes out so I can get those sweet, sweet Sword and Shield clicks that uh, I probably won't get. But- (laughs) Clickbait, uh, clickbait. Yeah, I know, I'm really trying (laughs) to like push the channel right now. But, um, you know, every, uh, because, you know, Pokemon's so huge, there's obviously a large community of following that comes from it. And, and, you know, I mentioned it briefly, a lot of people complaining about Generation Five Um, and, you know, turning around to love generation six, uh, in, in, you know, mixed feelings of generation seven when it comes to some of the community. Um, but one of the, you know, one of the things that I love to talk about on this show is YouTube in general, um, you know, other content that you can see on the platform. Um, and, and so we do have, uh, you know, a lot of people that make Pokemon content on YouTube. (laughs) Um, and and, you know they're called pokey tubers because you know and that's you know
1: sorry i just know where he's going with this (laughs) it
0: makes sense you know a lot of it is let's play based um but there are people that make theories there's a lot of people that make um uh not really skits but they do reviews they do like lore explanations which i think is kind of silly um and that's what
1: i like to watch chris i know you (laughs) do i know you do
0: um (laughs) but you know we have a lot of uh you know, people in that community that are what I like or are basically elitist. And you know what the, do you know what an uh, elitist mindset is?
1: You can explain.
0: Okay. So an elitist mindset is you, things only should be this particular way. You can um, only do it like this. Yes. Uh, and so there's a lot of people, very
1: entitled type of people. Yes.
0: And there's yeah. uh, a lot of people, you know, people in the community, uh, especially when it comes to the competitive scene that say, um, You know, because the competitive scene changes so much, Um, you know, what Pokemon you're allowed to use, uh, what, um, how you're allowed to use the Pokemon, you know, they can only have these or, you know, you can't um, spam these types of moves. There's a lot of rules to when it comes to that. Um, And because there's such a variety and it changes all the time, uh, one of the things that happens is is people mod the game you know, they they artificially create Pokemon to help them get the Pokemon they need for that sense because it does, it takes a lot of time to sit there and breed Pokemon that are competitively viable. And, and not a lot of people have the time for that. And I don't blame anybody that ever wants to do. I've done it before. Like we, we cloned Pokemon. We cloned Pokemon when I was a kid, you know, it's not a new concept to kind of cheat. I have a, I have a, I didn't even mention this. Uh, I should have mentioned it earlier, but I have a, a little, um, cartridge it's uh for my game boy uh called a monster brain and what it is is you can uh, when you plug in pokemon red uh blue yellow gold or or silver i don't think it works with crystal Um, you can modify any single pokemon that you've already caught in that game to be a certain pokemon uh, you can modify their moves to be any move that you want it to be. You can even modify their stats. You can uh-huh. modify their stats when you want to be. So this isn't a new thing that people have done. People have found ways to modify the, uh, the games all the time. Um, and, you know, what a lot of elitists say is because it ruins the integrity of the competitive scene, uh, it should be illegal to do that. And some some people do ban illegal Pokemon. There is a way to check for it. Um, but I, I again, I think it's kind of silly to have that mindset because you have to constantly be breeding new Pokemon, you know. And even if even if your Pokemon was an off offspring of a cheap Pokemon, say you had a six IV Ditto that you uh, wanted to breed other Pokemon with, so you get like a so you wanted you could try to get a max IV, um, uh, like Charmander, mm-hmm. like something really easy. If you wanted to get a, a max IV or you know a max IV Charmander, you'd breed it with a six IV Ditto and that pokemon would still technically be considered illegal because one of its parents was a cheat pokemon it, it's super silly uh, and because of that we have a lot some poketubers that are out there uh, one particular named Veralisify um there are others out there that are have the same mindset uh, but they'll purposely go out of their way and make it seem like you because you've created a cheat pokemon that you're not a real competitive pokemon player or you know you're uh you shouldn't be allowed to play the game because you're cheating and and that's just absolutely silly. I mean, not a lot of people have time to breed all these pokemon. Um do you ha- do you have anything you want to say on that or any
1: You know, I was just thinking it's it's so hard to say cuz it's like I get where people are like this is cheating, you know, where you can modify, you know, versus the actual real grind. I mean, I I mean I don't. I don't know. It's it's kind of like one of those debates, you know, that maybe just never has a right type of answer, you know. So I'm I'm not a hundred percent. I mean, I would say I would say you know, as a community, that modifying would not be a good
0: idea. I mean, I uh, like again for competitive play. I I see where there's limitations for it because when you have when you cheat your Pokemon like that, you can obviously. Create um like Pokemon that shouldn't technically be the way they are, but they do check for that. So mm-hmm. I mean, they, they there's there's moves that Pokemon can't learn, right? So if you have a Pokemon that has a move that they can't know, you're immediately you're found out. I mean, they do check for it. Uh, but I, as far as like a what like I think it's kind of silly to be elitist and say that you can only breed your own Pokemon. You can't, yeah. Uh, you know, you and there's like Verlisify, and there's other people out there that have that same mindset. Yeah, I'm. Um, and, see, and that's, it, I'm too neutral. Caused, I guess I, yeah. I, I see I see why you would want to stay that way. Um, I just I, it makes me mad because uh, you know as being somebody that doesn't have a lot of time to play games, if I ever wanted to get into the game competitively. You know, in order, you know, if I was oh, you'd be too far behind. Well, it's not even that. It's it it takes up too much time. I I don't have time to read all those Pokemon. I don't have time to
1: maybe that's um, why people feel elitist is that they've taken the time and they've they've grinded and so they deserve Inful, reinforce them yeah, yeah. So they, they i feel yeah. privileged yeah <laughs> I,
0: I, yeah i mean i mean not, not to use a silly <laughs> word like that but you know
1: but yeah i it's so complicated because i'm not competitive by any means like any even when i play pokemon stadium i kind of have like a mini panic attack because i'm like i want to yeah. win because i'm know, so used I, to winning in pokemon I think but we,
0: i think we really should do um <laughs> a part two a part because two. Uh, like, there's so much the stadium games alone <laughs> and there's just so much to go on with this oh we definitely need to do a part two but yeah um
1: <laughs> I warned yeah. him. I said okay. I know. Are you sure? <laughs> what do you want to talk so, about? So <laughs>
0: uh, so I mean again, and we have people like that, uh you know, uh that are just they try to ruin the experience for others because they say you're not a good player for stuff like uh mm. for doing things like that or they try to call others out. Uh and and nobody you know gets a lot of enjoyment from things like that. No. Um but other another another thing that we do get uh or you know i'm really sure not sure how i should really mention this um, but there is a a few scandals that we do get from the community as well Uh, because pokemon is a game that's targeted towards a younger audience um, we do unfortunately have uh, uh, people that try to take advantage of people uh, at such a young age and this is an article um again, I don't like I, I don't like referencing this at all, but uh this is uh, Kotaku. Kotaku is one of the well, again, Kotaku is probably one of the worst gaming uh journalist uh places out there. Uh you know, right there with IGN as far as uh how they how they really try to get you with their clickbait and they just they try to stir stir the pot. Um but this was the closest article I could find that was that was not that was kind of unobjective. As far as the way they uh, went about it, Um, and it's uh, accusations of sexual uh, predation shake Pokemon YouTube community. Um, This is a guy called the King Nappy, Um, and and what's funny about that? Well, okay, so his name is the King Nappy. Uh, For those of you that understand, a nappy is a short way of saying, or you know, slang for a diaper. So it it kind of makes sense that this guy was probably into stuff that wasn't really okay. His
1: intentions were not very nice. (laughs) Um,
0: And I'm not really going to blow the screen up. Well, I guess I can. Um, but anyway, so you have right here, he says accusations of sexual predation are rocking the Pokemon YouTube community after 12 alleged victims made public statements against four individuals in, uh, in that scene, including Kyle, the King Nappy, McNeil, a well-known Pokemon YouTuber with over 500,000 subscribers. So this is a big guy. This isn't a, a no name. Uh, I mean, is well up there. Um, there's uh, people right here attack on Sylveon coming forward about it and so again wait, what you did can he
1: do like i mean i know what he did but like well
0: if you well, why don't we go ahead and take a look
1: okay guys so i know it's been a few years since i actually have recorded something for youtube oh my way if you can't see it it's been a while um i really have no excuse as to why i didn't record at all for the past few years i just didn't really enjoy youtube so, stopped uploading. So,
0: Attack on I Sylveon is a name a I do bit. recognize the the I, uh, because I've seen her pop up in my time. feed before. Mm-hmm. Um, but college, this is earlier. Understand. Let me double check. Uh, I just want to double check the date on this article. If I remember, this is from earlier this year. Um, yeah, f- uh, April 3rd, 2019. Wow. Uh, so, this is uh, pretty recent. Uh, well, I guess not super recent. No, a couple
1: but, months ago. I mean, yeah. time flies. Talking
0: about... Uh, why don't we go ahead and skip ahead where we yeah. get to some actual? So did she, he
1: like reach out? Like, are they uh, all competitors?
0: Go. Uh, well, uh, the king nappy, uh, I believe he is a competitive player. But, okay. Uh, I, he is more. He made a lot of content. Um, so I'm
1: just going gonna call him like Dominic. You know, common name.
0: Uh, let's see. So is um, he like reaching out?
1: Dominic decided that he was just gonna stop messaging me all around. Which I was fine with. I was cool with. I see
0: where is it at? There's an actual Oh no. I just wanted to forget about
1: it. So was he like reaching out to these younger
0: I think this might be after the fact that she weren't that great? Uh let's see. Uh I never no, this isn't it. Where is it?
1: I didn't want to cause any harm because I was still friends with
0: his friends and I didn't want people to like him. Have... She has moments where she.
1: Ugh. I made mean, like a Twitter account. Uh, where, where is it at? It's like a backup just in case my other Twitter got hacked. And so as.
0: Let's see. Oh, Here's the one right here. It says, well, I mean, it wasn't because of that because the hair and makeup kind of and both looks like cat ears in the tub. Uh, girl reminded me of you. Oh, Not that's sure. kind of—it's kind of weird. It's kind
1: of sexting a little bit, I
0: guess. Um, uh, let's see. I'll forget to answer. Where is?
1: So he he apparently was reaching out to underage. I mean, people? I wish uh,
0: it, do, it doesn't seem. I mean, uh, if you actually listen to the uh, yeah. In fact, I, I think they talk about it in the article here. It says. Let's see. Uh, Explained he had a larger following than me and worked with all these bigger names. Because she does explain it. I thought she actually had some, uh, you know, what they call receipts, which Mm. is just proof. Uh, I thought she had some actual uh, proof that she showed on the screen, but I think she just recollects it from her own stuff and what she could uh, probably find. Uh, Let's see. Said over Discord voice that she met Putnam on a Twitch channel of Pokemon streamers, which looked her up on Twitter, led to regular conversations online. After sending her shirtless pictures of himself via Snapchat, she says asked for her nudes, mm. which she initially declined. He continued to make me feel like the bad guy, eventually says. Yeah. Um, I'm sure she explains it better uh, and uh, you know than what she so actually shows was, on the screen. He so. was
1: grooming her. Yeah. Interesting. That sucks. Poor thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, Kotaku has seen proof that Carolyn's age, which was 16, was visible on her bios on Twitter and Skype where they spoke. Um, let's see. And you know, this is, um, not too long ago. So, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously she did probably didn't come out at the time. It's something that ha- she came out later. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was the 16 at the time and that McNeil was 21. Oh wow. Uh, so dur- during 2013.
1: Yeah. He has no business messaging her. Yeah. So, I mean, stuff like this happens yeah. all the time. We had, oh, this, yeah.
0: we had this happen with the, um, I don't know why that's there. Um, <laughs> we had this happen with, uh, the, uh, Minecraft community last year. Um, I mean, we see stuff like this all the time. Whenever something appeals to y- a younger audience, yeah. it unfortunately brings out the worst in some people. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that everyone in the Pokemon tuber community is bad, but they're all uh, uh, again. When we, I guess, I didn't even really mention this when I talked about Verlisify. Verlisify is a very uh, clickbait YouTuber. He really he he tries to um, sound like he's Again, when I say elitist, he really sounds like he's all there. Is, you know, the best of the best when it comes to Pokemon, and he's he's always right. Uh, kind of like how I, how I sound to my wife. Uh, <laughs> she, she's not here no, she's to not defend, defend herself. herself. Um, no, she would agree. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> what that I always try to sound right.
1: Oh, never mind. I thought never mind. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. Anyway, she. Um. Or you know, he and he he tries to call out other uh, other people that aren't up to his snuff when it comes Mm. to being a Pokemon tuber. So he kind of tries to stir the pot a lot. And a lot of people called him out on it. Um, And uh, I think that will be a good moment to kind of finish it off. And we can maybe talk more about this another time. Uh, definitely with part two where we talk some more about the games because it doesn't seem like we really got too much no, in the games. Talked talk a so lot about much. stories, some a lot of the community, yeah, um, and how it impacted everything around us. I mean, it, obviously we're still talking about it now. So Pokemon such a huge impact on uh. uh gaming in and of itself and just uh, just pop culture in general. I mean, right. we had multiple instances of parodies for it. I mean, South Park uh, <laughs> made a parody of it within one of their first seasons of Pokemon because Pokemon was so huge. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Simpsons have made parodies about it. There's the Bill Cosby skit. In fact, I could show you the Bill Cosby skit. Why not? We're already here. <laughs> Might as well dive right in. Yeah, so, Bonus uh,
1: round. Bill Cosby. Uh,
0: Simpsons, Bill Cosby, Pokemon.
1: But yeah, there's just so I mean, much just, to talk about. It's
0: just so funny. And like, there's even the Bill Cosby Pokemon rap. We can, we can take a look at that real quick. Why not? Oop. <laughs> now this is an old episode too this is a really old <laughs> i love this episode too it's that's really so funny. funny um that's a good
1: uh, that's a good um voice for him
0: <laughs> yeah whoever did that did a really good job yeah, that was pretty good but here's uh here's the, the bill cosby pokemon rap this is an old uh, Newgrounds video as well
1: oh god yeah, this is definitely new grounds.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> to the rap music. What Pokémon. Pokémon.
0: Pokémon. Catches jello pudding. This it's totally new grounds. You, see? Like j- jello you see? pudding. you see?
1: for real it is going on forever
0: it's like a minute long it's not really long but i mean it's it just repeats itself at that point yeah pokemon
1: is around forever it is it'll be around
0: forever we'll be old um
1: and it will still be going on generation 30.5 or something (laughs) the um, remake of generation one and we'll be like oh my god Chris, we gotta go check it out <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll forget what we're well, doing what and is we'll it do- i
0: saw a meme i saw a meme that was pretty funny it was like um it, it was like me at age 10 playing generation one and then it was like me at age 99 playing generation 112 or something <laughs> like that it was really funny yeah uh, <laughs> um um but, uh, yeah, I mean, Pokemon's such a huge impact. Uh, I mean, I, 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 could go over, I could go over this game because we didn't even touch about a lot on some of the games uh, that I really wanted to. So um, I would really like to do another one. I think I had a lot of fun with this one. Um, before we wrap things up, I do have a new segment that I want to kind of uh, start to finish with, uh, which is uh, a little si- segment I, I like to call Content Awareness. Uh, and what this is is me kind of giving... Uh, some smaller people out there or maybe even some bigger ones out there than me. Uh, the reality is everyone's bigger than me right now. I'm, I'm the smallest of the small right now. Pikachu. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm the smallest of the small right now so anybody that even gets any um, lick of awareness is bigger than me. Um, but uh, I do want to kind of help, help this not only to promote my own growth um, by stealing other people's audiences <laughs> um, not necessarily true but uh, but I also kind of want to bring out some people that uh, I actually enjoy to watch. Um, now, contrary to what somebody in the room might think, uh, I do will I will mention this briefly. But um, uh, my good friend Pete, uh, he was on the show previously. His name's Messy. Um, he, he's he's sleeping. actually sleeping. Oh, is he sleeping? Well, still? He's awake. He's now. laying down. Oh, you can kind of see. Oh, uh, you can see his hat. You want to wave? Um,
1: Pete? Come wave the camera. <laughs> There he um, is. That's Peter. Uh, but he,
0: he recently got uh, monetized on Mixer. So congratulations to him. Yay. Uh, I do want to give him a shout out for that. He was on the show previously, so I don't really feel like I need to give him a huge shout out again, uh, even though I did steal his uh, channel for that episode. He uh, might
1: be charging <laughs> you ad revenue here yeah. in a minute. So. Yeah, I might get
0: ads <laughs> on uh, uh, YouTube. But, um, yeah, he recently did get monetized, so I do want to give him a shout-out. But there is another person on Mixer that I've actually kind of seen recently that actually encompasses a lot of what I like to see in people in general when it comes to, you know, enjoying themselves on camera. Uh, And it shows aspects of stuff that I would like to eventually bring to the show uh, just in terms of his attitude and things like that. This is a guy by the name of uh, – his name is Poison Kill, um, and he's a streamer on Mixer as well. Um, and he has probably one of the best attitudes that I've ever seen on the platform so far. Uh, now he is a, um, uh, um, uh, uh, not a, I, I believe he is a partner because he does get embers as well. So he might be, mon- I know he's monetized as well on the platform. Um, and I I just really love his attitude. I love everything that he does. So, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a little bit of his stream on here. So I'm going to pick, um, uh, we'll pick the one that I first watch, which is favorite superpower. Now he does what he does is he'll start off the show by doing a little, just, uh, you know, talking for a little bit and then he'll eventually go into the game. Um, which is when I usually drop off because I'm usually just there to hang out and talk with, for a little bit with him. And he, he's just fun. He, he brings a lot of positive attitude into the, the game or, you know, into the, the scene. So, uh, this is poison kill. I just want to give him a little shout out. It's really weird. He has a really cool setup too. Um, uh as you can see with his green screen. What's up, Tank? How's it going? Oh, yo? that is sick. Hot dang, bro. You saw I was gonna play some Warframe. You're like, I'll show him up, but bro, you haven't seen my Seren. okay? You haven't seen my Seren Prime. Do it is Monday, and it what'd I say? Did I not say Monday? Oh my gosh, rips. That's how you know it's Monday. <laughs> but he's just got a really positive attitude. I love that I love his attitude. I love his green uh,
1: screen is... I've never seen it done Yeah, he like Yeah, he does, he does a lot so of unique stuff. He's, unique. He does...
0: Really, he, he goes all out, uh, especially with these beginning parts. It's fun.
1: What does he normally play? Uh,
0: well, it looks like he plays a lot of Warframe. Um, okay. Which, again... I missed your call. I was snoozing. Got home from work, and I'm like, it's nap time. La- Launder! Launder! <laughs> Shut up! But, yeah, he just has fun with it. Uh, feel free to check him out sometime. He's on Mixer's Poison Kill. Um... And I just really enjoyed his, uh, I really enjoyed his content. I want to give him a little uh, mini shout out so that, uh, you know, if he ever does come aware of this, uh, I would like to see maybe him a potential guest on the show uh, just to be, help bring that attitude with it. Uh, Even though (laughs) Jamie kind of ruined the microphone right there. Sorry, Uh, I I want to point that out on camera. Technical
1: difficulties. No, you're fine. I
0: just came loose. That's all. And I have a baby now. (laughs) Uh, why did she hand off the baby to you? I
1: think she really needed to use the restroom or something. Oh, okay. That makes sense. She, she needed help. Yeah.
0: So. Um, but yeah, so the, the, um, uh, so f- feel free to check him out sometime if you guys enjoy yeah, content Messi's like sick. that. Um, I guess I can do it again since he show, actually showed up on camera. Feel free to check out messy sometime. Uh, he makes pretty good content as well. Yeah. And I he's enjoy okay. it. I, I enjoy watching it. Um, and to wrap things up finally, finally, for a final wrap up, I do want to give you a teaser, a little teaser for uh, the next episode. Um, so those of you that don't, uh, have, you already know this, the, the, uh, the Joker, the movie Joker came out, right? And it's a huge, huge success. <laughs> you having some difficulty there? Here, give her to me, just give her to me. All right okay yeah, all, right. all right Anna, say hi to What's the camera up? say hi to the camera anna <laughs> um now i do want to give him a bit um uh, i do want to give you a little brief preview of the next episode to come uh which is uh so we did have the movie joker come out this year and it was very successful i saw the movie uh um and i loved it it was a good movie uh i know uh, Pete uh, and Jamie, you both saw the movie and loved it as well. I loved it. Um, it was amazing. Now,
1: talk about Fresh.
0: Yes, so ooh. <laughs> I did not mean to do that on Mike. I'm sorry. Now, uh, because we did see, um, because the movie came out just before Halloween, we did get to see a lot of you know, uh, Halloween costumes based around Joker. We've seen a lot of memes about it, and there, a lot of them are really funny. Um, now there is a th- aspect of the joker that has come out kind of not really recently but has become more noticeable lately in in just in general as far as the internet um now this is what happens okay this is what happens when you take uh playing the joker uh, or you know dressing up as the joker a little too seriously this You'd- is um this is a little preview of what's, co- what's to come about people that cosplay as the Joker in real life.
1: You turn into a joke. Oh, bird.
0: And I do want to mention this, that this is at a karaoke bar, not on Halloween. This guy does this regularly.
1: He sings better than I do.
0: Well, you got to remember <laughs> he's at a karaoke bar and mm. is he, he wearing
1: full on mat uh,
0: He's wearing full makeup. I love it. Um and he <laughs> does this regularly. Here is another called uh apparently Jared Leto wants to play the Joker again. Hold on. Oh, oh, come on. Oh no. Sorry. Ah, Anna, you're you're struggling She's a little She's so too bouncy. Much. She's struggling. She's this,
1: ready to take off.
0: This yeah, this is a this is an insane man. you're not allowed to play me anymore you failed you did a terrible interpretation of me you know that right he's ledger oh how godlike what strength to make me and that's your little preview so um this is a youtuber and we will cover him eventually um i he'll probably be the next coverage there are a few others that are going to be in that episode as well um, it's just it's just what happens when you take the Joker or you take, you know, DC comics a little too too realistically and in, uh, incorporate it a little too much into your life. Um, but thank you so much. Uh, that's gonna be it for today. Uh, we'll definitely need to come back and do a part two for this. So anything any last comments you wanna say, Jamie?
1: Pikachu. No, I'm just kidding. Thanks for having me, Chris. This hey, was welcome. great. This, this has was been a lot of fun. It was awesome to talk about Pokemon, which I haven't talked about seriously. In a long time, so this was <laughs> this was new this was a a good um fresher upper, especially for the new game coming out, so
0: yeah, yeah, I've had a lot of fun with this one too uh <laughs> and it actually looks like I wasn't recording it at all, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I was. Psych. I got gotcha. you. Got got.
1: It's got. way too early for April Fools I here, Chris.
0: I know. So. All right. Well, that's gonna be it for uh, tonight, folks. Thanks so much for checking, tuning in. Uh, sorry for it being so long, but <laughs> there's gonna be more to come. So uh, Anna's getting a little fussy, so let's head on out. Bye. Take it easy.